Hey, everybody. Happy New Year to you. Let us be the last to wish that along. Uh, only 54 more years until the mass device gets to public domain. Good news. So, Is that your calendars? <laughs> right. Right. We're, we're so close. We're so close. Just be patient. It'll get there. Uh, stick with us. We got a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, but first, our kick-ass theme music. And everybody, yeah, it's Tuesday night. It's nine oh five. There's no major holidays going on, so it must be time for the What's on Joe Mind team stream. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody doing? Ooh, welcome back. Right, it feels like it's been like almost a month. Wait, because it's been almost a month. So the only uh, major yeah. holiday we go live for is Arbor Day, right? Because mm. that's that's our holiday. Damn it. Mm. So. Uh, again, I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. Joining me here in the top row tonight, he's the former head of marketing uh, for for the GI Joe brand at Hasbro, and the reason why our group of talking heads is better than the other group of talking heads. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's right, and we're hold on, let me get it right. Five zero, baby, hit the big five zero since I saw you last. Hell, right, on uh, on Weber Day. Yeah, on Weber Day. I hope everybody had a nice Weber Day. You'll year. you'll notice all the cool graphics we put out that day. We pumped yep. out. All kinds of happy Weber Day graphics, not a mention of of Christmas Eve anywhere no, in them. No, no, because come no, on, it was it was all about Weber Day. Even even yeah. Mark Weber as the Grinch, right? Happy Weber I, Day. Yeah, I said I got what I always wanted: eyebrows. <laughs> it, was pretty, <laughs> it, was, it was a little terrifying, um, but yeah. And so now we got to step the game up next year and give people advance notice by having Weber Eve. The day before Weber Day, which whoa, is whoa, awesome. Whoa. That's Festivus. No, no, no. That's actually Mike Weber Day. That's my brother's birthday, the day before mine. So I was let, let's just poop all over his birthday right. by calling it Weber Eve. Oh, yes. To poop on. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, they, they did up my birthday pretty big. Big, big gold balloons and Steeler birthday cake. I got my Steelers shirt on the wall there. You can barely tell. Was uh was Troy Palomalu on hand to give hair tips? Pretty much, right? Like I could use some of his hair. Right. Absolutely. You bet. I'm I'm doing pretty good in the hair department, but if Troy Palomalu gave me hair tips, I'd follow those hair tips. Yeah, dude. Some long, luxurious locks. Right. Yeah. He's just gonna tell you to use head and shoulders. Yeah. Which, which already there. Already pretty there. Much. I use the uh, almond infused for extra scalp care. Ooh, very nice. I wonder what they use on the what do they use on the Batman the Animated Series podcast? Uh, probably not that. Those guys are flaking all over the place. Oh, starting <laughs> feuds here in the new year. Pert plus. <laughs> Those guys are pert plus all the way. In the bottom row, he's the former host of Rack Time, and uh, we're just starting to get him some comics again. Uh, but it's rack time, Rob. Hello. I have my comedic sidekick here tonight. 
Oh, yes. Hello, studio audience. Hello, yes. <laughs> Junkyard, the insult comic dog. <laughs> Can't beat him. Open mine, up the box. Is, Look, triumph. As discussed before the break, mine is in the mail. Thanks. Uh, also joining us from Articulated Points, you know him, you tolerate him as Biff McConkie Dog, but in, in reality, it's Phil Donnelly. Hey, <laughs> I have my identity back for the moment. Yeah, secret for identity. Now. Yeah. For now. Mm -hmm. Fred, Fred from a visit of public domain land. <laughs> oh, that one's, uh, that's still got a few more years before the whole park's public domain. <laughs> so we've, um, we, we have cycled through a number of guest hosts just to avoid having you on. Mm -hmm. uh, but you'll be uh, with us both, both this week and next week as we go through our top 10 episodes. A double shot. <laughs> Finally wore Mike down. Right. 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 Joe, Joe Colton uh, was, is not in a, a position where I can assign her homework. Mm -hmm. So we had to go to the bench for Phil for these uh, critical, you know, critical episodes. Uh, <laughs> I gave him about 20 minutes of thought. Right. right. What, I, what I was not thinking of is that we'd have three weeks of news to pile on top of uh, the top 10 news stories of 2023. So what do you say? Uh, we, we just get into it a little early tonight. Let's let's uh, give a start to community calendar. Cobra's crazy weather patterns just swallow up my signals. <laughs> Shipless layout. I still love that one. If you've got a show or, or event that you want us to, to help get the word out, you saw the email there. What's on Joe mind at gmail.com. Uh, that's where you want to send any correspondence you've got for the show. Uh, this email right here. What's on Joe mind at gmail.com. You can you can get a hold of us through other social media. Great. I can't promise you that it's all going to be organized enough for me to get it in where it needs to go. So you absolutely want to make sure that it gets to the program right there. Let the boy read your email. Right. He ain't going to hurt it. I might. Yeah, maybe. I might. <laughs> I might. <laughs> that dog head's going to pop up all night tonight. Oh, paying yeah. attention, right? But uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and get this one started. First up, of course, hey, new year, new toy man graphic. Can see uh, 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 Chris McQuillan there. It's uh, showing off how he is steadily losing body mass. So we have a skinnier guy carrying that huge drum, as it's skinnier and skinnier every year. It's all the cardio from carrying the huge drum. I, I'm sure it probably it's helps. Mostly air. But, uh, of course, first Toy Man of 2024 is this weekend on Sunday, uh, January 20, uh, January 14, uh, from 9 to 2 out at the Machinist Hall in Bridgeton, Missouri. Uh, you can get all the details from them on Facebook or at their website there on the page. Is it on the page anymore? No, it's not. No, it is. It's there. Toymanshow.com. $5 gets you, $50 gets you an hour early for early bird. Uh, parking is free and plentiful. And, of course... You, you find Dave Draper, give him a hug. That'll get you $0 off that admission fee. Uh, and, um, you know, that's worth it just for the experience. Mm -hmm. Use the promo code Rob and Mike. 
all run together. Right, right. <laughs> promo codes. Is that A no, no, no. The promo code is Hug Dave. Oh. <laughs> Dave hugs with a Z. With a Z to make it edgy. So real quick, Rob, a question for you from Cheapest Big Spender. It's going to be a lot of us and not a whole lot of crowd tonight, so bear with us, guys. A question for you. Uh, did you ever read the Wolverine comics that Larry Hama wrote? I totally forgot about that until my brother said uh, Larry Hama is going to be in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. No. No, never? No. I know I you mean, didn't buy Most of the, the ones he wrote, I mean, every issue of Wolverine was like chapter nine of the latest X-Men event. So I'm like, yeah. Yeah, fair. I've read some. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you didn't catch them on reprint or something. I know you didn't get them first run, but yeah. So that dark, gritty hero with the pointy ears does nothing for you? Just saying. The pointy ears, yeah. The pointy hair, not so much. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Diana Davis with uh, important tips. Be sure to make and hold eye contact with Dave mm. through that hug. Uh, I I would say no. Go go for the full head-on-shoulder hug on that one. That, <laughs> that, that makes Dave even less comfortable. How do you hold, how do you hold eye contact in a hug? That's a bad yeah. hug. Do the hand up and down on the back while you're hugging. <laughs> That's like a makeout hug right there. I don't know if I want he's, to be that close. He's to going to murder us one day. <laughs> Mark's, Mark's worried. Mark's worried about uh, you know Tim Roberts busting through his door. We're worried about Dave Draper. Right. I, I've swapped text with Dave a few times over the last few weeks. I've made no mention of this, so I know he's not been watching the show. Um. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to point out to Jake Rose, Larry Hummett did not come up with the bone claws. That was a Chris Claremont idea that he was toying with before he was kicked off X Men. Wasn't that on no, the first? No one cares, Phil. No one cares. No, wasn't it on the first Genosha thing? Right? He lost his powers. He has that Amanium strip. Then he popped bone claws, and it was awesome. Our, no, fatal attractions. The patron saint of Community Calendar, Absorbid, uh, wants to keep it. He's got to keep it short tonight. Currently on the run, kind of a long story, but I was committed for making videos about chicken nuggets. Uh, released over the Christmas break, be sure to catch the Absorvids Supercut, uh, which we put out on Weber Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because, you know, uh, Rapcho is important. He's a, he's a key cog in that story. Um, so uh, I, I, it, more of you need to check that out. We don't put out a whole lot of short-form content. Uh, because nobody watches it. So if you don't watch the short form content, I'm not going to make any more. You're going to get your Tuesday night show and that'll be the end of it. And I won't hear any more complaints because every time I don't do something for a while, I get a couple of emails trickling in. Why don't you do mail call anymore? Why don't you do this anymore? Nobody watches them when I do. So start watching the stuff I put out. Or you'll get no more. Right, it's gotta, it's gotta be worth the time, guys. It's gotta be worth the time. Don't get your pudding if you don't get your meat. Your meat. Right. So again, if you're anywhere close to St. Louis and the weather is at all cooperative this week, which it you might not be. I know in St. Louis they got some snow, which is rare enough. Uh, but uh, so be if you can safely get to St. Louis, Missouri this weekend for Toy Man, it's always worth the trip. Building rarer than snow in St. Louis is free agent signings. Oh, man, Cardinals taking next year off, too. 
didn't they, they, do, uh, they do that as much as they trade away superfluous outfielders? Didn't didn't they sign somebody? Well, they, they got one of the pitchers, right? Did they get yeah. Gray? Somebody? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Sonny Gray. They signed. Yeah. There you go. I don't know. I don't keep track. He's bad in the playoffs, so St. Louis is probably a great spot for him. <laughs> Unless they're playing Washington, that's kind of been the 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 way it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so again, Toy Man, first Toy Man of the year. We'll be back for them seven more times. So uh, if you miss this one, uh, just hang around, hang out till end of February. We'll start plugging the next one. Uh, next up, of course, Winterfest. Woohoo! Happening in Shepherdsville, Kentucky, just south of Louisville. Uh, this is done by the uh, K- Kentucky GI Joe team. Uh, as oh. that, that we see at uh, kygijoe.com. Did we shame them into changing their website? No, they've always had a separate web- website for Winterfest. Oh, okay. So uh, Winter- Winterfest has always been at gijowinterfest.com. Uh, this year happened on the 27th. Uh, that is a Saturday from 10 to 4. Uh, to Eight bucks gets you in the door. Uh, early birds an hour earlier for 15. Or you can do the Friday night preview. Uh, that gets you in from 5 to 8 Friday night, plus early bird on Saturday. That is $30. Just remember, KY in the winter is a different experience altogether. That's right. They're still yeah. plugging away over there at kygijoe.com. <laughs> do me a favor. Highlight that comment by Dustin Jeffrey about the Cardinals. Ooh. It's a good, <laughs> it's a good trivia question. Right, right. I, I mean, good point, man. But um, but we happen to root for that team. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna We're going to throw the Cardinals under the bus like everybody else. We're, they're going to get it maybe a little bit less than everybody else. Yeah. But, I yeah. sure I sure hope the Cardinals don't win the World Series for the next 15 years and tie the Yankees atop that leaderboard. 16. Um, 16, yeah. Are we looking for 28? Yeah, but they're looking yeah. for 12. Oh, yeah. I thought they had 12. No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, Chief of Spender asks, uh, free parking, no free kids? Honestly, I don't know. Uh, it's at a convention center or conference center, so I'm I'm inclined to think probably free parking. Um, the, as but far very as the, expensive children. Yeah, I, I don't know about the kids part. I don't know. They got know the good you, kids though, all their teeth and everything. I know it's free kids at Toy Man, but uh, that's kind of a problem in Missouri, in general. Yeah, those kids kind of sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember, kids are a lifetime investment. You don't just get them for the holidays and then get rid of them when you're tired of them. Free free kids, but no Wander Franco. (laughs) Keep an eye out for him. Ooh. Oh. Oh, my. What, too soon? Oh, God. Gonna get us demonetized. Just just, Just nobody go any further than this and we'll be fine. Okay. So I'm so, basically at like 5.9 seconds of careless whisper right now. Right, right. You know, right as soon as you start making comments about what they think Wander Franco has done, then mm-hmm. we have problems. There Mentioning his name, no problems. There we go. It's not not like that big chunk of video I had to cut out of Special Edition 89, uh, where, <laughs> where Chan was frankly hilarious, but there is no way I could keep any of it in because they'd yeah. have just kicked this off of YouTube. 
Yeah, that guy is a habitual line stepper. <laughs> it's all right, man. It's a it, look, man. It, it's okay to make me work. I wouldn't have asked him on if I wanted him to pull punches. Right. I know some days you're, you sit you sit alone awake in the middle of the night and go, God, I wish I was editing audio right now. <laughs> Much easier to edit video. That's true. Chunk, chunk. Crossfade. Like in, in, in audio, you feel the need to try and, and get real surgical and put stuff together. Uh, right. in, it doesn't work with video because then it just, things get real choppy real quick, you know, and, and it, so you just get rid of large, large chunks. I remember Norv Turner, Redskins coach at the time, which dates the, the reference by far, not just the coach, but the team name complaining about the media at some point. And I'm like, do you know I edit like 50 minutes of your ums and uhs out of your news conferences every damn week? The media tried to make me look bad. Uh, mm. The 4-12 and 12 record didn't help either. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> when they fired him, they said it took him three hours to leave because he couldn't diagram a play to get himself out of the parking lot. One of one of the best offensive coordinators of his generation. Yep. Terrible head coach. Shouldn't have gone Icarus and flown that close to the side. Yeah, yeah. One promotion too many. Sometimes look, man, if they're gonna offer you that job, you gotta yeah. take it. You gotta take that money. I you probably not, do, yeah. Or I'm you not, could be an OC for twenty more years. Yeah, I, look, I'm not mad at Norv Turner for taking the mm -hmm. shots. I it, he's not the one hiring him. Mm. Um, Diana asks, are we sports balling again? Of course we are. Just remember, you are promoted to your level of incompetence. <laughs> yeah, and then you hang around. <laughs> I wish. I've met a lot of them. That's it for community calendar, everybody. Still still short, still the winter time. Uh, not a lot of folks getting a hold of me about shows just yet. Um, the, clearly, the Pittsburgh convention season has not gotten underway, as uh, it's been quiet from Matt Rubin. All those zombies call, are frozen in the streets. It's what we call playoff season in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Right. right. Charmed existence those guys are living. Mason Rudolph going to win his first title. The Steelers need four teams to lose to get in, and they all lose. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's it for Community Calendar. Like, I hardly ever wear a hat, right? If I wear right. a hat, it's because the hair just would not be controlled. <laughs> I look like a third grader. It's like a sketch of me as a third grader. I just need a propeller on the hat. I'm good to go. That bumper cost $25 million. It's, it it's the one, it was the one time you were wearing a hat. Yeah, but we're deferring $24 million of it down the road. So right, right. It's, it's, uh, cap. it's $5 a year for, for 25 million years. Uh, Bobby, all the shows Bobby I Bo around here in April, says Matt Rubin. So, yeah, talk to my agent, Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> like Bo Bobby Bonilla Day is going to get completely overshadowed by Shohei Otani Day they're and Weber be, Day. They're going to be paying that guy until what 23 25. I don't know. 
ridiculous. So it's uh, we 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 do uh, we're, again. We, we're here for the top ten uh, GI Joe stories of twenty twenty three, but we actually do have some regular current news that we've got to get to first. Uh, so bear with us. Uh, we're not we're not going to try and go super long. We're probably going to wind up going a little bit long tonight. I won't lie to you. Little long. Hey, I got to work in the morning. What? Oh, why? Whatever. How many hours of eternal baseball do you have to work on after the show, Rack Time, Rob? Nobody hey, cares about it. Pipe down, Batman. Nobody cares about any of this. I'll Nobody try cares. It. I'll trade you. <laughs> no one cares. Let's be honest. Long is normal for us. Do, right. do, 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 do. <laughs> hey. First news item. Same as last last uh, last time. Strike Force Alpha should be available soon, or or if it might be available. I didn't I didn't check it today, so I, I'm not sure. Uh, but check out White Elephant Toys with a Z dot com slash Strike Force Alpha. Uh, see if you can uh, get your mitts on the first of the three and three quarter O ring figures on the market out of our our latest cadre of independent creators. Uh, seems to be reviewing pretty well. Uh, nobody sends us anything to, to talk about, so I, I can't say firsthand, but whatever. We've only been doing this longer than everybody else. It's fine. It's we fine. got nothing. Got nothing. I got a, I got several of these on pre-order at Big Bad Toy Store, and they told me they're about, you know, about to be fulfilled, but not quite yet. So <laughs> they are warming it I'll up. I'll let you know when when they're in my hot little hands. All right. Uh, along those lines. I like, I, like, I like those guys a lot. I think that's big time. I can't wait to get the, the guys I have coming. All right. Along those lines, next news item. Uh, Delta 17's in similar proximity. We're close to, to that line being out and available for everybody. Uh, our good friend Brian, Hood of Cobra Commander 788, did an unboxing and review of the entire line, the entire first wave. Uh, be sure to check that out on his channel. Um, has any, any of you guys checked this one out yet or no? I got to look at this. All right. I've been losing track of which projects are coming. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm with you. I hear you. It's it's difficult, especially when they don't tell us, right? You know, we 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 uh, we we're, we can, we've only got so much attention we can pay to these things. Sometimes a press conference would help, or press press release would help. I I meant, I meant to look it up, but I was trapped under Carson's book for a week. Yeah, right. It's, it's yeah. it fell over. Uh huh. <laughs> Legs were pinned. It was that episode of The Simpsons from season one or two? <laughs> I'm actually trying to put legs under the book to make it an actual coffee table book. Uh, it's just better to get one of those big industrial spools. Ooh, that's not bad. Can can support the weight. I was thinking I'd go retro ASU dorm, get me some milk crates. It's going to be good. <laughs> go right through those milk crates, man. It'll be wobbling. Yeah, it'll just, you just come in the next day, they'll all be bowed out. <laughs> Speaking of ASU, hey, that's bowed out. Oh, that's, that's true. Sorry, yeah, that's different. It's close, but spelled the same. <laughs> we can see where the confusion lies. 
So again, once we're done here, uh, be sure to check out uh, Brian's Delta 17 unboxing and review. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments. And we'll we'll quiz you guys next week. <laughs> oh, Lord. Who knows? Next news item. Do, do, do. Hey, we got some uh, we got some news here. Heavy armor toys in the Navy. Backer kit closes at the end of January. They did hit the funding goal. Uh, I, I didn't have time to get it in here, but they did hit the funding goal for that that Navy SEAL that you see in the picture. Uh, that dude in the camo with the M16, he's available. So be sure to check out the Heavy Armor Toys backer kit. And get yourself one of them. Um, they've also got any number of sailors. They've got the flight crew, uh, and 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 now the SEAL as well. So. Uh, congratulations to that one. Uh, you know, they backed $50,000 on this project. Uh, got uh, seven or eight figures available. Be sure to head over to their backer kit. Uh, check that out and order some for yourself soon. Because uh, again, end of the month, that backer kit is closed and they're going to go into production. Pretty sure that's an M15. Yeah, I, I is it? I can't. It, the, like, yeah. as Again, the screen is just right in that zone where I'm taking a guess. No, I'm just saying it's, it's a little bit smaller. I it, maybe it's just a scale thing. Could be, you know, like uh, like in the the old the old toy line there. Footloose had an M16, Leatherneck had an M16, and somehow Leatherneck's was you know twice the size. <laughs> right. So we don't talk about Grunt's M16. Jim Smith there with the correction. Nine figures actually. So there you go. Nine yep. figures available. Mm -hmm. uh, so be sure to well, check them like out. Check them out and uh, and order to your heart's content. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeff Butler says, uh, I'm excited about adding that seal to my order because it's like wetsuit from yearbook number four and the original special missions. Why? Yes. I'm What's sure that is an odd coincidence. I'm sure that is completely <laughs> coincidental. Hmm. And uh, Sir James advises it's an M4. Might be an M3. Three, four, whatever it takes. Whatever. M three and a half. It's an M three and three quarter. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, Jim Smith filling it out as we break it up. There you go. Mm -hmm. That's the what's on Joe Mind push right there in action. That's marketing right there, baby. Who puts the mark in marketing? Me. Well, well Mark Weber. I, I used to. <laughs> yeah, but who puts the et in it? Now, now you put the mark in marketing you know, three days a week for first graders, but still. Pretty much. But seven days a week for eternal baseball, baby. Ooh. <laughs> and he's uh, on that game. <laughs> what twice on Sunday. That's right. Double header. That's uh because he's doing stats and doing the, the eternal baseball podcast. I got a lot going on, man. I hear you. We didn't do a team stream for the last three weeks. This has been the busiest month ever for this for me working on this show since we've gone to video. None of it live. All behind the scenes. I'm working on this stupid crap all the time. I'm trying to get some sleep, people. Uh 
Uh, cheapest big spender needs some realistic soldiers like the cook from Town Periscope. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. The Band-Aid was keeping the fingernail on. <laughs> <laughs> Underrated movie. Not a great movie, but certainly not as bad as you'd think it would be. <laughs> Underrated, but entertaining. Right. Not great, but not bad either. It's there. Is that the one where didn't Lauren Holly fall for Fraser Crane in that movie? I believe yes, so. Yes, you did. That's why it's a movie, okay. Mark. That's why it's a movie. And then and then Optimus showed up and killed him, as I recall. So not bad. I think so. You may have yeah. fallen asleep between a few movies there. Yeah. <laughs> it, it seemed kind of sudden, but okay. <laughs> it's a, a lot of TBS going on there, Mark. I'm thinking right. uh, dramatic shift should, in tone. Maybe but we shouldn't fall asleep in the living room anymore. It freed up Lauren Holly for J uh, Jim Carrey to chase, right? So, all right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, next news item. Do do do. Hey, look at that! It's another offering from Hyatt Toys. Mm -hmm. Hiya. That right there is the first army builder in the Hyatt line. That is a Cobra Trooper. Fancy. So you see him there. I like a lot about this figure i do not like that blue and black camo uh because it's just like the flint tiger force camo only blue uh we'll get a better look at him here in in the the white background uh but the design is is reminiscent of the neo viper from from joe versus cobra back in the the early 2000s i think yeah it's a bit of a departure from the classified look yeah right right uh you can see there um Retail suggested about $25, which means you're going to pay about $30 with import. That is expected in this coming summer. Two pistols, two rifles, two sets of hands, only one knife. I feel a little I feel a little shorted on that. Uh, removable helmet, strength in numbers, and a questionable sense of self. All in one, all in the package for you for your $25. Uh, Mark Weber, what do you think? I like this a lot. And that was my my big Christmas present to myself was getting caught up on this whole line because uh, it's being carried domestically by uh, Cotswold Collectibles. So I got all of these on pre-order, except I have the Snake Eyes. I didn't get the Storm Shadow. And he is hard to find. Man, yeah. is he hard to find right now. So, hey, I'll just throw it out there. Just throw, throw a brother a bone. If you happen to have a spare, let me know. I don't have a barbecue to trade, but I might be able to find something else. Um, but interesting bit, uh, I haven't dealt with Cotswold in quite some time. I got an email back from them today where they said the pre-orders for this guy, only this guy are being canceled. So they're not getting stock of this guy, but they said the remaining nine or so that are, are yet to arrive that they're expecting, they believe are fine. But I don't know what that means moving forward. Cause I was really happy to find somebody in the States carrying these but well there, there's a there's breaking a whole, news there's a whole list of of retailers that are carrying them stateside now okay uh, you can you can uh, we've linked to it in the past i'll try and get it uh, i'll try and get it attached again as far as who's carrying hyatt toys here in the u.s uh but yeah that when when storm shadow came out him and snake eyes were the first two in the line and they hadn't quite and hadn't quite gotten all those shipping details figured out yet so those two are pretty tough to find even yeah. you've got snake eyes congratulations i yeah. hear that's that's kind of a get um yeah i still don't but, have uh, 
I, I have a feeling that those guys will see a re-release somewhere down the yeah. line. Yeah, if they're smart, if they're smart, just double pack them and go brand new option. Right, right. E- either a repaint or, or uh, just a straight re-release. Yeah. But I like this guy. I think he's cool. And yeah, the camo throws it a bit. Yeah. But I like that because the Hyatt toys have been really close, other than the Storm Shadow, um, to what we've seen from uh, Classified. So I like stuff that's unique and a departure. So I'm totally down with this guy. I just gotta yeah. go find him. Maybe this was the earlier design. Maybe that maybe it's like Storm Shadow was, where they right. they based it on the the first classified design, which we really didn't see in a in a in an action figure. And I think that's I know they were they were you know I would say short printed, but there are lots of reasons why that Storm Shadow is hard to find. But I think that's one of them, right? It's a very unique look for Storm Shadow that you can't get anywhere else right now. So, right. Anyway, call me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right there. I did text. The text buzzer went off. See? It works, man. The reach Instantly. is incredible. Mm-hmm. Do, do you need us to send you some Mad Marauder barbecue figures for trade? Do how you- many? How many do you think I'd have to trade? For, I, for I, one storm shadow. Uh, I don't know if the entire print run is enough. <laughs> right. I think it would have to be like 40 just so the guy could return them to Ollie's and make enough money to balance the storm shadow he gave up. <laughs> hmm. Do they do returns at Ollie's? I don't know. I would you think return something to Ollie's. There's something kind of wrong with you, I think. Right. I, I they, would think they don't returns, but interesting trades considered. Okay. <laughs> If you come in with 40 of those guys, something went wrong along the way. Yeah, like clo- close out retail is is a, a tough one to, to argue returns with, you know? Yeah. Unless you open it up and go, holy cow, that's tripwire in here. I, they, I mean, they don't notice that anywhere else, so I'm not going to hold up Ollie's on that one. No, I'm just saying. I wonder how many Joe collectors out there think they have a complete collection and they've really got a headless John Cena in there. <laughs> <laughs> the live chat is going out of their way to tell us that you can do returns at Ollie's. We we don't really we're making jokes about returning dollies. It's okay. Yeah. It's all right. We don't we don't we don't need to know. It's fine. But hey, just in case. Right? Yeah. And we'll file it away, but it it's okay, guys. It's we're not we're not actually we're not actually going to Ollie's at all, frankly. So I right. nothing to return. I can't go to Ollie's. <laughs> all right. The uh Somewhere out there at Nollies, there's a Slaughter's Marauders barbecue with my autograph in silver sharpie on it. <laughs> you should just do that at the Ollies closest to you. Just just go in and sign them all. Just you know how a lot of people try to smuggle toys out. This one was smuggled in, <laughs> right? That'd be awesome. Just to get the video of me getting dragged out of Ollies for autographing all their toys. Right. <laughs> Even stuff I never worked on and don't like. Just signing He Man and Hero Clicks. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? It's like, drag me up. Take my credit card, charge me on the way out, and then throw me in the street. That'd be big time. I'm the hot Joe. Right. The hot Joe. You'll hear about this on Tuesday. Are you also wearing a trench coat and a big hat with sunglasses? <laughs> right. There, there's an Ollie's just five minutes away from here. I mean, tech. It, it is probably conceivably a walking distance Ollie's. Uh, and I still never go check it out. Because what why would I why do I need 
16 more copies of the movie figures. Like I got one set. That's plenty. Right. I'm not angry about the movie figures, even though the movie would left a little something to be desired. The the figures are fine. And uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't need any more. I need two five, of Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow to display the alternate heads. I do not. I'm dropping five bucks on Ego every time I see her because I still can't believe she didn't die. <laughs> she's got to be a high. She's got to be a Highlander or something. Right, we have to we have to celebrate Akiko's continued life. And since they're yeah. not they're not making a sequel to that, she's going to just she's she's alive for the end, until the end of time. It's a cinematic for miracle. Elder. Yeah, never once did I watch a trailer and think more. Oh, yeah, that one's toast. Right. She, I mean, yeah. it was all but having her tied to a train track, right? Just like you could right. practically she's see the done. fridge behind her. Yeah, she's done. Next news item. Do, 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 do. We're humming along here. We're, we gotta, yeah. we're gonna give ourselves a lot of time for got stuff to top do. 10. But uh, uncovered this week. Was an was a, a cartoon pitch for the GI Joe Adventure Team, and uh, details were first uncovered at Cybertron.com. But you can see there, uh, we've got our our basic characters for this Adventure Team pitch. Um, I I won't read the, these are straight off of the site. So really, we've got the link down in the comments below. Uh, you can go right to Cybertron.com and see everything for it. Uh, but it looks like it's done very close to the animation style for renegades it would have been the next sequel after the next series after renegades was canceled this is early 2010s uh, and you can see we've got a, a land adventurer an air adventurer a sea adventurer and then we've got our just adventurer the the female character uh, she's just kind of the the uh, the catch-all the do-all the lady in the truck as it were so um Pretty cool stuff. Neat ideas. It was going to be treated like a prequel uh, to to GI Joe, or or kind of the, the common threads of GI Joe. Uh, it was going to take place before anything connected to real American hero era stuff. Uh, they had um, uh, cameos planned by Snake Eyes before he's disfigured uh, on a mission. They had uh, you, you get to meet car salesman Cobra Commander. You get to see uh, Destro before he's got the metal mask. Um, they are, of course, the, the enemies there, Mars, um, the, the, they, you, they encounter the, like the Baroness was cast as a legal intern who's like working the customer service line. <laughs> like anytime the adventure team has to deal with the Mars people, the enemies, uh, in a professional setting, they, they get the Baroness, their legal intern. I mean, I so guess it, it makes sense. Customer service drives you to evil. Right, right. Or you have to be evil to do it well. But that explains um, why she's mad. Right. But uh, you can see the tag there. Uh, all the pitch art and info are at Cybertron.com. The link is down below in the comments. Um, I, I, Rob, I know I told you about this earlier this afternoon. Do you have a chance to check it out? Um, I only got a chance to really just kind of glance at it, but it looked kind of neat. I, I think I'd have watched this. Right. I'd have been in. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, they, they said it was skewed for the five to five to 11 age group. So it would have been a little younger than we're used to for GI Joe stories, honestly. Um, but, uh, 
you know, so long as it's not written dumb, I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the hell out of Phineas and Ferb, and that was for five and five to eleven. So whatever. Where's Perry? Right. Rescue Bots was pretty good too. Mm-hmm. If you say so, Phil. Actually, the longest running Transformers series. Mm-hmm. Rescue Bots <laughs> was good. It was back when they got Transformers totally organized. So there was Rescue Bots giving way to, to crime. crime, giving way to video games, giving way to uh, the movies, I guess. Right. But they did right. a good job. I, I don't remember another Hasbro brand that stair stepped that well for a little while. Right. Of having some kind of entertainment or engagement along with product for every age of kid. So right. And and with uh with corresponding merchandise for every step of the way. Yep. So God forbid. That Transformers team was killing it back then. Yeah. I don't know what happened to those guys. I don't know. Probably doing podcasts. Probably. We'll never know. Probably. <laughs> Probably slumming it on podcasts. I used to I used to feel oppressed being the the, the odd man out, but now I got so much company. <laughs> He's gonna start a second podcast. It's all just laid off Hasbro employees. Right. right. Has been uh, I was once special. Phil, did you get a chance to look at this at all? Uh briefly a few days ago, yeah. Um it looks interesting. I don't know if it necessarily would have been my cup of tea, but I'd have given it a shot. Look, man, we all we all gave the Sigma Six cartoon a shot. Yeah, and yeah, and that's I mean, all it got. Yeah, and and then it got and then it got shot. Mercifully, <laughs> yeah, they told it about the rabbits. Mm. So it, uh, if that's the bar, it, it would have cleared that. When I made my animation pitch at Hasbro, this was exactly the same thing, at least villain wise. It was absolutely going to be Mars centered with Destro as the big bad, at least in season one. Because uh, I thought it was a really cool way to make G.I. Joe almost anti-war. They were going to places Destro was destabilizing and maybe selling to both sides, trying to incite conflict. And so I thought it was a, a clever way to, to make the G.I. Joe team anti-war, kind of. So. Which is on his original file card, so. Mm-hmm. Right. There you go. Back when they used to make file cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You say original file card, like there's been an update to that. Well, I mean, there were other Destro figures that had yes, different file Yes, cards. yes, yes, yes. We're, we're commenting on the lack of them today. Yeah. Uh. But now there's cool symbols. Diana Davis says, a Sigma 6, because someone said nothing could be worse than Deke, and Hasbro said, hold our beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um I don't know about that. Sigma Six is bad, but that second season of Deke is. They just stopped trying. That's hard watch. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, it's it's yeah. I couldn't get through the end of that either, so I'm I I it's kind of a tie. At, at best, it's a tie. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Zaymot CGC says, I like the D card. Look, man, we're not here to tell you what, what to like and don't like. Our opinions are solely our own. Mm-hmm. If you like the D cartoon, you continue to enjoy the D cartoon. Just maybe the, the days that you're going to sit and watch, don't invite us over those days. Yeah. 
Well, we will hang other days. I will say this for Deke. <laughs> At least while Deke was airing, they didn't try to actively retcon it while it was airing. Mm. Right. Again, the first season was okay. It wasn't a great, wasn't a great show. But at least there was some effort being put in, uh, if inconsistent. But man, that second season, ooh. I get the no feeling dropping quality. You get the feeling maybe Zayma CGC was like, "Come on, brother, let's go watch the Deke cartoon." Yeah. And Tomax CGC was like, "No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Don't need that. Thank you." Not not happening. But I will psychically feel your pain through our mystic twin connection. As you try to watch that thing. <laughs> so again, uh, once we're done here tonight, head head over to Cybertron.com. Follow the link in our comments down below. Hey, while you're looking at the comments down below, be sure to leave a comment down there. Uh, be sure to like the video, uh, provided you like the video. Subscribe to the channel, please. God forbid, just so I can stop asking for subscriptions. Uh, do all those cool YouTube things that people always beg you to do. Uh, like me. Because and you know I'm I'm not taking any more complaints about me doing the the call to action because every every episode where I don't mm -hmm. nobody does those things yeah so it's part I, of the show right I I just, I just I have no choice I thought I could trust you guys to just do it on your own incorrect mm -hmm. if it's you're watching one of us those on social media things we got if do. you're catching us on Facebook tonight uh, be sure to give us some kind of a reaction give us a thumbs up give us a heart give us a little huggy guy uh, we do love little huggy guy. Uh, we got a few few huggy guys in there. It, it, the the streamyard actually tells me who gave what kind of Facebook reaction. Um, we made uh, we made eighty seven cents from Meta last month. Nice. Eighty seven. Give cents. us a like. Give us a little huggy guy. Give us a high five, ghost. If that if that was a uh, a reaction. I'd probably log off just to do that and then come yeah, back. That makes sense. But uh, anyways, next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, look at that. Uh, released a couple of weeks ago, uh, G.I. Joe Real American Hero 302. I know we're still in the uh, foamy afterglow of 301, but 302 rolling right out there. Um, uh, written by Larry Hama, penciled by Chris Mooneyham. Uh, colors, Francisco Sagala, uh, favorite Denny's meal, Mooney ham over my hammy. Um, good stuff here. Just kind of a, a fallout issue. Uh, 301 was a big uh, denouement kind of deal. A lot of uh, dangling action was resolved. Uh, and then uh, 302, as you can see, somebody did not make it home alive. Uh, I'm not throwing any spoilers out there just yet. You know, it's been a few weeks. I, I, I get you, but uh, considering I haven't even read it front to back yet, I'm not going to spoil that for anybody else just yet. Mangler. But we but, know uh, they oh. own a pair of boots. Racktime Robs, do you have a spoiler-free review for us? Uh, I liked it. And, uh, yes, it's... Uh, in terms of, like, who... The, yes, there's a funeral. Uh, Serpentor Khan resolves to take all of his zombies off the island and invade Springfield. He's going to get the wrong one, isn't he? Right? <laughs> How embarrassing. Yeah. Springfield, <laughs> Illinois. Watch out, Dave Draper. They're, they're all coming to hug Dave. Right. They're all coming to hug Zombie They hugs. all want that discount. The cannibal oh, zombie hordes of Cobra Island. Must save zero dollars. <laughs> uh, 
Violating personal bubble. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you want, if you want a hint, and if you don't cover your ears, darling, uh, the uh, Paul Bears aren't uh, random there. Just saying. And uh, so that, uh, for the record, that's Stalker, uh, Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes. And I, I think that's a short fuse dressed as snake eyes. <laughs> short fuse to do anything to get on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm still here, guys. Hey, hey. Look, look, I brought Grand Slam with me. <laughs> yeah. In the background, King Kelly trying to sneak onto yeah, the cover. Who knew? King Kelly. <laughs> and, uh, along the same lines, uh, Image at Skybound pushed out Duke number one on December 27th. Uh, this is the one set in the Energon universe with all the robots running around. Uh, Joshua Williamson, uh, Tom Riley, Jordy Belair, the creative team there. Variant covers are belligerent and numerous, much like Morbo's offspring. Uh, but uh, that was this, this kicked off the first official G.I. Joe title in the Energon universe. Again, spoiler-free review, Rack Time Rob. Oh, this thing's fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. Duke is Duke is a bit traumatized from uh, uh, from witnessing his uh, his pilot friend getting smushed by Starscream, and uh, he's upset. The government's trying to cover up the existence of giant robots, so Duke goes rogue. No, that's an excellent wackiness character. ensues. Right. And uh, so, yeah, that's 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 not quite spoiler free, but sure. Sure. Well, you know, you got to do a little bit. I mean, the the smushing, you know, happened in Transformers. So, right. The, uh, the going rogue part is already in the uh, solicits for the next issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I I have not read Duke number one yet because my comic shop canceled my pull list. What? Right. And uh, as a result, <laughs> they took my copy of Duke number one, put it back on the shelf where somebody else got their grubby hands on it. And I'm in the process of trying to find the manager of our local comic shop to punch him. So your comic shop's New Year's resolution was to stop making money? Uh, clearly. Clearly it was. Damn. Apparently new management at the local comic shop. And the new guy's trying to be a hard ass. Man. Like, there's only one comic shop in town, I'm sure. No, there's several. But I used to work for the other chain. And I don't mm. like them. Oh, he's not welcome back anymore. Right. <laughs> they, uh, Don't you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> they they decided to uh, hire my replacement and not tell me mm. and just have him show up at the shift that I was scheduled to work on Sunday and, and just say, oh, hey, yeah, they, they said they didn't want you to come in anymore. They made the new guy fire me. Ooh, Awkward so, for both parties involved. I still have the key. Ah, that's, I didn't ask that's for awesome. I use it to open boxes. I had a radio station once ask me to train my replacement, but let me stay while I was training her as long as I didn't tell anybody I was being let go because they thought it would be unpopular with the crew. Gee, you think? Man. <laughs> that, okay. that's, that's when you just flip chairs on every and stuff on the way out, isn't it? I, well, it was actually, I had no idea it was coming because there was no reason for it. Uh, so it gave me access to the edit bays to put together a resume tape. So I I, need, I had to stay with it. But that was the one at the end of my last update 
where I told the guy, hey, different out this time. Wait for my uh, physical cue. And I said, if you're up to date, I'm Mark Weber, Sports Talk 980. And then Kaiser Soze goes, and like that, he's gone. And then I cued the guy, got my stuff, and walked out. Got the tape I had just taped that live with and walked out. Fantastic. Did you did you stop to do a press cam against the station manager's window? <laughs> Should have. But I was pretty yeah. proud of that walkout. Did you, did you break the coffee machine? No, come on. Anything? No, I was good. I, I always leave well. I got a lot of experience. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't leave that well. Not something no. like that. Jesus. The, the classy walkout is kind of my thing. Can't yeah. wait to do it again. Yeah. Mark, Mike, I think you just made you want to set on the fire you. Right. Yeah. That guy got canned. Pro, pro, I mean, the problem with it now is I work from home, so <laughs> I, I don't have a I don't have a classy walkout to do. I suppose if I if they wanted me to return my equipment, I could just drive past the building downtown and throw it out the window of the car. But eh, my aim isn't that good. Anyways, I'm telling you, bodysuit guy. <laughs> Just, I'll, Mark, I'll, you have to demonstrate a walkout for us, right? I'll, I will yeah. go. I'll go into the. Uh, I'll go into the tech building downtown with all of my my computer gear, wearing only a towel, just nice. to make ev- just to make everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> I'll act normally and cord- cordially and normally, except I'll be wearing a towel. That maneuver Oops, is towel called, Excuse me, a second. That's called the nature boy. <laughs> it's it's the hey. believe. It's the Bellini after the character on Kids in the Hall. Ah, there you go. There you go. Hey, uh, just to, to digress for just a second, a couple guys over in the uh, comments talking about the Deke cartoon. This was something I saw in, uh, or was articulated really well by a Beast Wars fan on a Transformers page years ago who just said, look, I know it's not the best thing ever, but it's what I saw first, right? It was my first introduction to the brand. And it's what made me fall in love with a brand I'm still in love with. So I'm always going to like it. And that's totally valid. Totally valid. Because back then, man, you might be able to have rented some of the old Sunbow stuff from your local video store, maybe. But it's hard to get the stuff if you missed it. So I, I, I can see that for you. Right, look, look, beleaguered yeah. Deke fans. I get it. The USA Cartoon Express, which mixed Sunbow and Deke together. Ooh. We're we're gonna like what we're gonna like. You you're allowed to like what you you have the same right. Mm-hmm. We might tease you about it, but you still it's still allowed to do it. Yeah, we ain't mad at you. Maybe a little. We're okay. we're, <laughs> we're glad you're here. You know we don't care. We don't we don't care what brought you in. You're here with us now. That's we're, what we care about. We're glad Deke didn't scare you off. Bring your friends. That's all mm-hmm. I mean. That, that's all I can say about it. Bring your friends. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, it's uh, it's the art of G.I. Joe. Finally, it is out. It's available. It's been hitting our mailboxes. Uh, and, and mail, mail them all over the tensile strength. Let's be honest. That's not going in anybody's mailbox. No, no. <laughs> it gets dropped off. In a in a big clump outside your door. Look, I'm a large man, and look at the size of this thing against yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. 
I'm going to try and hit the button, but I can't see it. There, there we go. That's what they all say. Look at the size of this thing. So kudos to our good friend Carson uh, finally getting this done. I, I was there the first time he started talking about this stuff as he came on our show during a live panel at JoeCon. Um, so it's, it's with a special sense of pride that I, I hold this book now, uh, as my friend has, has, uh, uh, finished his, his, uh, glorious project. I can't get this thing back. Hey, what, what do we do? There we hey. go. There we go. There we go. Man. <laughs> I can't, I've, I'm botching my tribute to Carson right there, but, uh, but oh, congratulations to Carson uh, on, on, Achieving got to be uh, 10, 11 years of just continuous effort uh, to get from the, the plans he had originally right after he set up 3djoes.com all the way through collecting this stuff and, and, and you know, the, the first series of, of soft cover books. And now we got this, the ultimate monstrosity. Mm -hmm. uh, and I say that with all the love in the world. Um, good job, man. This, this is amazing. Yeah. And, um, I, I have not had the chance to really leaf through it. Uh, my copy is still wrapped, obviously. Racktime Rob, I don't know what his is up with, but uh, we 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 will get there at some point this week during the wee hours of my night shifts uh, and and flip through and and just uh, enjoy the the fruits of your labors. Uh, again, our 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 hats are off to you, sir. Mm -hmm. uh, Mark Weber, your thoughts? I love uh, the post breakup scarlet look there as she's side-eyeing duke right on the cover right that's awesome <laughs> and i and, and when i saw the the first when you hold up the gigantic book it's about time mike's og favorite flash got top billing on something right like you right. cannot miss the the red chest protector jumping off the tank right at you well so he's got him. he's got a jump pack on so he's he's just flying in front of the tank he's but i think since since they put out that collector's case, I think that was the last time. Yeah. <laughs> was that collector's case older than Operation Mind Menace? I don't know. Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, most visually striking figure in that first wave and <laughs> forgotten about so quickly. But I like, I like, uh, well, I, even the art selections here on the cover, right? I love that he has, you know, there's Ron Rudat. Dun, 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 right up top. There's Vinny DeLeva over there. Bah, 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 bah. I mean, yeah. it's a little inside. It's not inside baseball, but that's what I noticed right away was, hey, look at those two guys right up top. That's pretty cool. And nary a snake eyes to be seen. Right? You don't need them to sell the book. But, yeah. And Rap Cho down there in the lower left. It's always good. <laughs> Ordering some nachos for Rap Cho. All good. And then, and then uh, Falcon, of course, right? Because that's Carson's absolutely favorite guy. Yeah, he's he's got to be there. That's, I expected I expected him to be about five times bigger than that, but okay. <laughs> he showed restraint, and I respect that. I, I feel bad for Carson in that respect, and that they his that's his favorite character, and they have yet to put out a figure that even close to compares to the one that came out in 1987. Yeah, like, if you it, switch, switch the head though, it's not too bad. No, no, it, it's fine. It's nothing special, I don't think, but it's fine. But that 87 one is far and away the best Falcon toy still. Yeah. 
still. Yeah. Except um, for the Sonic Falcon, which is amazing. But uh, yeah, Dennis Fleming says price by the pound. That, no. I hope. Oh, no, I hope not. No. <laughs> no. Uh, you it's can head over to. Pounds. Yeah, you head over to 3djoes.com. It is a solid 18 and some pound book. Yeah. Uh, 3djoes.com. It is available um, for pre order again. I, I believe they're doing a, a second print. I, I don't know the specifics on it. Uh, it is $150. It's a big ask, but that's a, it's a hell of a lot of book. It's a it's a lot of book and a lot of artwork and a lot of information. It's it's a beautiful book. It is fantastic. I cannot 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 endorse it enough. Uh, having you know being being Carson's pal and and seeing the work that he's put into it and you know no like there's been times I've been chatting with him at three and four in the morning because he's doing he's doing book work. Mm. Right, <laughs> dude, go to bed. <laughs> I, I'm up because somebody's paying me. Right. You need to go to bed. Um, but yeah, it just just a, 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 a again a wonderful effort and labor of love. Uh, and if you if you, yeah, just fantastic. I, I I have no words. Yeah, I got mine down here. It's just too heavy to pick up. So. Right, you don't want to yeah. you don't want to potentially kill the dog by if you drop it. <laughs> Right down here. Yep. <laughs> as Bart says, it's a it's a book that can double as a tombstone. And that is correct. That is absolutely. Absolutely. It is ginormous. Makes a phone directory jealous. I can't wait for part two. <laughs> <laughs> Let Carson get some sleep. No. Diana Davis said somehow I really did end up with two. What you need is a third, because mm. then you could put the two of them and then stack the third one on top. Stonehenge. Joe make like a make a G.I. Joe Stonehenge. Thanks for jumping all over my punchline again. Because <laughs> God forbid I I don't want to talk on my own show or anything. <laughs> Oh, my own show. Are there leprechauns going to dance around it while uh, a <laughs> metal band plays? Ooh, I like that it's going. This is going to be a good show. Sounds like an Absorb Vids video. Uh, Jeff Butler says, fun fact, I'm in one of the photos inside the front cover. All right. Well, we'll take All a right. look. I'm in one of the photos inside the back cover. <laughs> well, you took a lot of the, the still photos for 3D Joe's, man. I would hope so. Mm. <laughs> I hope you get you at least get your name in there. It is. It's it's in there four times. <laughs> I've counted. <laughs> All right. Anybody have any rambling diatribes for Carson like I did? I think you rambled pretty good. All right. Yeah. No, I mean it's a like I said, it's a beautiful book. Coworker tore a page today. <laughs> oh my god! Did you fight them? <laughs> She refunded me. Or I did not ask for that. <laughs> she tore like 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 all the Phil, way. I, just, I didn't I didn't ask about you about that much. <laughs> I didn't ask you if she made compensation. Did you fight her? Mm -hmm. uh, I was on the other side of a desk directly in line with the security camera. So did you fight her? Yeah. Legally speaking, no. 
Oh my god, <laughs> Phil. Oh my god, Phil. Uh, it, it, no. Really, I'm just, yeah. I'm just impressed Phil got it into work because it's heavy. Matt Rubin, that'd be a dead coworker. Yep. Yes, time, time to spit in the coffee. Just saying. Yeah, I would, uh, I would not be taking it into work, but that's just me. How do you take it into work, right? With a shoulder strap or <laughs> uh, right a, a, in a, a cart? Furniture dolly. What? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Did he put know. wheels on the bottom of it and ride it in? What are we talking about here? Yeah, I, I again rented a truck. I, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, Andrew Galgan, uh, on the advice of his counsel, Mike, he cannot answer that question. He doesn't have counsel. He's broke. <laughs> you think proton? Yeah, you think proton packs grow on trees? Come on now. Next news item. Do 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 do. Hey, this is what we were up to over the break. Uh, you guys have been uh, not so good about watching Special Edition eighty nine. You've been very good about watching Special Edition ninety. Or I guess really the Pixel Dan fans have been really good about it. So go watch our special editions. Again, we we try to put this stuff out there for you so you're you're entertained while we take the occasional week off, and mm-hmm. then nobody watches. So it makes me very sad. So uh, go ahead and check out Special Edition eighty nine. That's our Christmas Day episode uh, featuring Robert Clark Chan of Knowing Is Half the Podcast, and then of course Special Edition ninety where we talk to Pixel Dan about his personal Jonasons. Uh, and then, of course, both both episodes. Strangely enough, we we go off into wrestling. Yes. <laughs> hey, did did Phil actually go to Disneyland? Like I, during I just, the show? I'm, ref, I'm refusing to let him back in because he did not punch his coworker for tearing his book. Oh my god! Lighten up, Francis. Let him back in. Nah, I refuse. I refuse. Oh, he was leaving. Hey, it's a swap. <laughs> I was going to go take a break. He was big spender said, send Phil back to Disneyland. There he goes. <laughs> that's a punishment. <laughs> so go check out those episodes. Come on now. But uh, next news item. Do, 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 do. That's it. Of course, that's it. Uh, be sure to check out the 3D uh, G.I. Joe 3D printing podcast. Uh, featuring all of the latest t- Chucky Tank Kitty news. Uh, you can see him there proudly displaying his Meowler Tank in parade formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully we'll be getting to see the Chucky Tank Kitty version 2.0 coming soon. Ooh. Book fell over. The Patriot Chonky. <laughs> Much bigger. My omnibus hardcover fell over, and now it's in the basement apartment. Oh. Is, there a, is there any casualties? from this i'm afraid i'm afraid to look i can't hear any i can't hear any screaming so hopefully it was just a well there wouldn't be any screaming it's too quick for that yeah Uh, again hopefully it was just a quick death yeah i'm just saying if it hits somebody dead on like dead solid center the whole body could be obscured by the bush there's there's no point in panicking about it because i can't help those people yeah it's over now just, uh, just let us know if you hear any sirens in the distance. <laughs> uh, Matt Rubin said, see, kicking Phil or Mark off isn't that big a deal, but Rob can just run in behind Mike and still be on the show. No, because behind me is the outer wall of the apartment. So he can run around in front of me, and you still can't see him. 
immediately to my to my left is the couch so he's not running around over there either right if that book had fallen the other direction this is a good point from jeff butler how many beachheads could have been murdered by carson's book yeah how many beachheads are in danger um none none it's all that that case is also uh, on the floor and in okay. a different part of the room so there's a couple of them on the desk here but that's that's for later Someday they're going to all just tie you down to the floor and you're going to go, why did I see this coming? I wasn't doing anything else, so why not? I I ain't concerned. Going out like Gulliver. Rob says he's in my room touching all my stuff. It just shows you he's telling stories. I don't have any stuff. Cleaning the toilet with his toothbrush. So that's that humming noise. Yeah, just don't touch his don't touch his drum set, Rob. <laughs> In his beat laboratory. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> See? Derek and Matt know what I'm talking about. That's the news. We'll be right back for tonight's main event after a quick word from our wonderful sponsors of Kokomo Toys. We buy. Did it just blink out on me? Yes, it did. (laughs) We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Mark Weber, what time is it? Uh, I don't know. Howdy duty time. Web o'clock. Well, it's always web o'clock, but yeah. it's time for the top 10 G.I. Joe news stories of 2023. Right. Top 10 and Woo. nothing, nothing more. If you were number 11, forget it. You should have worked harder. Yeah, right. And there we, we will talk into talk a little bit about some of the others getting votes because we had some curious selections in that regard. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> this, is, uh, this, this is the easy one, so to speak. It's just the four of us. Uh, we, took, we, we made a list of the 10 news stories we thought were the most important in G.I. Joe. Uh, a first place finish got a 10, 10 points, second place nine, and so on and so forth. We added up those points, and and the top vote getters point point tallyers, I should say, uh, found their way onto this list. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, Scientific. Big Spender asks if the main event is Mike versus Rob for a drum set. Funny, neither of us were drummers. Neither of us. I played trombone, and Rob was a clarinetist. So Nerds. Here <laughs> oh. No, our, our folks did not, uh, they were not kosher with that. They were not down with that. Yeah. That's a, that's the words a parent least wants to hear. Well, it's a tie between I want to try hockey and I think I want to play the drums. Both <laughs> just parent killers. Just, right. Oh. oh. You thought three blind mice on the recorder was bad? Oh, man. Imagine your kid being bad on the drums for a couple years. Right. You have him train at the local Y. <laughs> Anyways, 
on with the list. <laughs> number 10. The huge number of G.I. Joe classified releases. Uh, over 60 classified figures got pumped out onto the market this year, which is a huge Insane. number. Well, in 2022, that number was about 30, 35, something like that. Uh, so it's 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 double the amount. And uh, it was it was difficult for a lot of folks to keep up. That's a lot of money, especially mm -hmm. when the cost of each figure went up as well. Uh, standard cost of, of, a, of a or cost of a standard figure went from around twenty dollars to around twenty five dollars. And that's no small potatoes when you multiply it out by 60. But. Uh, Rack time, Rob, this was uh, one of your one of your deals. Um, why was this so important? Well, from 2020 to 22, the number of figures numbered about 60. And then last year, he added another 60. It was it was just something I noticed as I was going over, you know, the stuff for uh, the top 10 figures coming soon. Right. That's next week. We're not yes. here to rank figures just yet. Yes, I know. We're still tallying. I'm, I'm letting the folks at home know. Yeah. Uh, and Lord knows that that list that episode next week's episode is going to be the wild freaking west so get there ready will for that be one. blood <laughs> get ready for that one um but uh mark weber what do you think yeah i mean this was I, I didn't think of this as a specific news story but it was a massive development and hard as it was to catch up and i think when you're when you're exhausting the fan base, when they're not buying things they'd like to have because they can't afford them at initial price, you may, you may have overstepped a little bit, but, uh, you know, coming, coming from the inside the walls there at Pawtucket, it's always a fight for item count. So the fact that they were willing to allocate this much to the GI Joe line shows that they have a lot of faith in it. They like what it's doing. And so it's good for the brand that Hasbro believes in it this strongly, but they may, they may have gone. They may have, <laughs> yeah. They may have dialed it up to 11. Right. So right. hopefully we can see a little course correction the, uh, next year because like I've always said, you know, there's no wrong way to collect and no one can tell you, you know, when you, if your collection is complete or not, except yourself. But if you frustrate, a diehard collector, they don't usually cut back. They usually stop altogether. And it is a collector mindset. So the, the frustrated GI Joe collector will decide I'm just going to do transformers now, or I'm just going to do He-Man or, Oh, baseball cards. You know, collectors mm -hmm. very rarely stop collecting altogether, but they do change their focus from time to time. If you give them a reason, and this was a reason. And almost every collectible business understands the value of what I'm sure other businesses, businesses use the same term, but what Tops calls the whales, right? right? Essentially, the collectors who buy everything. They're super valuable, but they're only a small slice of the overall pie. But you don't want to be driving those guys and gals away. And... I, I think they did that a little bit this year. I think this was a little, a little much. So we'll see how they react uh, in uh, 2024. Yeah. Rachel Salinas asks, how many will we get in 2024? I, I'm going to say at least 60. Mm. The I, funny I thing. Think, 
I don't think they're going to slow it down this year. The, fun, the funny thing is, Rachel, uh, we don't always spoil the whole next year's releases. So we don't know how many are coming out this year, right? Right. Every every once in a while, we'll just tell you everything that's coming out ahead of time. But but this year, we're letting that we're letting it be a surprise. Spoilers for you guys. Right. I, I hope the fact that they're doing vehicles inclines them to slow down on some of the other releases a little bit. Yeah. Because I I there's no way I can't like I'm stretched out as it is on this stuff. I I can't add to that budget anymore well and and a lot of collectors are also army builders on some level right right now maybe you don't need 80 heat vipers because who needs 80 blow torches but <laughs> you know i like for for a classic troop builder i like three i like to have three but and i don't know that i could keep that up this year because your third guy is 25 bucks right so, anyway but yeah, it was a it was a huge development. It's a, it's a really good point. Which brings us to number nine. <laughs> Joe Cole and the Wristlock released their exclusive one one uh, mango habanero. Yeah, uh, this is this wound up on the list of the Honcho and myself. Uh, Phil and Rob hate children and hate Joe Cole. I mean, it's true. <laughs> How could you guys skip this with all that articulation? Uh, internal come, armatures. They're not reliable. E even comes with what's on Joe Mine gear. I mean. You guys sold out, man. Yeah. Look, I wish we would. I wish we could sell out. I'd sell out tomorrow if somebody was paying. We'll shill for food. Absolutely. Right? Speaking of, this broadcast <laughs> is brought to you by a Mountain Dew Livewire. They ain't giving us anything. You stop to you cut that out. They ain't giving us if, nothing. If you, I'll take I'm taking you out. We ain't chilling for them because they ain't giving us no cash. If you want that ah, refreshing, you gotta pay out the bucks. By the way, that was a comma, not a period. If you haven't tried Mountain Dew Livewire, don't. It's pretty friggin' terrible. <laughs> but but it's what's within arm's reach. So drink right. it. Well, now you'll never get that sponsorship. There we go. There we go. Wait. There we go. Torpedo Mike asks nine, and yeah, it'll have been higher. But again, Phil and and Rob hate babies and hate Joe Colton. Man, I'm just I'm just not cheapening their blessed event. You know, you know, for your tawdry tawdry site. I believe this is the biggest crossover event in what's on Joe Mine history. Yeah, I I I, I concur. There's too I much concur. commercialism, man. Wrestling royalty with the queen of GI Joe cosplay? Come on now. Yeah, I, I, it's it, I'm disappointed in the uh, the junior partners, Mark. Disappointed. I Ironically, though, the word on the street is that Mango Habanero now cries whenever she sees a Christmas tree. I would doubt that. I would think that I would think there's something second nature to her by this point. I, I think they were I think they were invading her reality at a very young age. So Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I I just have a feeling that that kid's going to think it's weird when people don't have 20 Christmas trees. Yeah, Obviously. I mean she she's going to be growing up on the set of a Rankin Bass special. I mean, you know. Yeah. 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 There's no normalcy. This was her first Christmas. There is no normalcy for her to compare this to. 
this yeah. is the standard. I don't know if she understood the whole that this is Christmas thing. I think she's because Christmas in Joe's house lasts like five months, right? Uh, yeah, by the time they get all the trees away, yeah. Yeah, yeah. At least the, yeah. I believe this was more of a uh, a home invasion of the tree variety, right? Well, again, yeah. th this is this is normal. This okay, well, is normal. It is now. She probably thinks this is how the house is going to be from now on. Right. But, uh, so, yes, item number nine, news story number nine, Mango Habanero. Again, little one, welcome to the world. We're sorry. Fair. We're coming up on an election year, so that's, that's a valid statement. Mm -hmm. Which brings us to number eight. Oh, God, it's the his tank. <laughs> or more specifically, Hasbro Pulse delivering on both the Sky Striker and the Hiss Haslabs. Uh, remember, Sky Strikers were delivered last January. So beginning of the year, we got we bookended the year with with Haslab uh, releases. Right. Phil Donnelly, yes. you're, the guest, you're the guest host. We might as well ask you once what's going on. Uh, your thoughts on the Hasbro Pulse Haslab releases? Uh, yeah, well... It was great to actually get them in hand and see the sense of scale because, you know, you're only seeing pictures of them and you just never really realize how much toy you have <laughs> until you actually have it. And the fact that everybody was experiencing this pretty much at the same time, that's like kind of a community event. <laughs> right, right. And same with the Sky Striker, right? Like the Sky Striker, yeah, yeah. obviously it's it's not so much big. Like we were, we were ready for that one. Mm -hmm. But it is cool when you have several thousand of your closest collector friends all doing the same thing at the same time. I think that's what makes it newsworthy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's rare that that happens. Like, I know I get it. When a new wave comes out, you always have the picture. Hey, we all got this up, but then you have the people who are, you know, who bought it off of China a week and a, a month and a half earlier to get the bragging rights of first in, but the Haslab, it's all, it's all or nothing. Uh, Mark Weber, Small Batch Network wants to note that he is uh, enjoying that Marauder's Barbecue that you sent him. That's right, man. Sweet barbecue. Send, send photos to what's on Joe Mind at gmail.com. Pleasure doing business with you. And you should feel grateful that I selected you out of the <laughs> hundreds of <laughs> wow. people who reached out to me. Spoiled the choice, really. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah you can see rob there it's it's um it's bigger than a house cat um so it's uh, that's kind of the the space investment you have to make there is it's like if you adopted a cat granted the the stuff on your shelves is a lot safer but you don't have to worry but, about kitty litter <laughs> but space wise that's kind of what you're dealing with and if you got the Sky Striker, it's pretty much the size of your old Sky Striker. There you go. Right. We, again, there were fewer surprises there. Yeah. I was surprised that they didn't bother to make it any bigger. But uh, I think it's slightly bigger. Yeah, slightly accent on slightly. But it didn't need to be any larger, really. It it's yeah. fine. Like they, I don't need it to be the authentic scale. No, it's, but it's still a toy. Yeah. To be like, like three the, feet long at the proper scale. Yeah, like the, they, the actual scale of the aircraft would have been just ginormous. 
Yeah, I don't need it to be actual scale, but when they never when they never showed it legit up against its predecessor one to one, right? That that made me as nervous as looking at those faraway pictures of selfie figures, right? Of people going, Wow, it looks just like me. <laughs> uh -huh. Okay. Andrew Galgan, uh, throw out your cat if you want to hit, says what's on Joe Minds, Mike Gear is there. There you go. That is exactly it. Yeah. Just, as we know, I fight with cats. Meow. 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 That's right. <laughs> like that cat was a bit of a hiss tank. Right. He's he's a big boy. He's not as big as he once was. The folks did a good job of getting a little weight off of him, but but he's a he's a big boy. But uh cheapest big spender notes, Honcho is wearing the same shirt today as in the picture. Uh I might be too. I don't I don't know. I've blocked myself out with the number eight. Mm -hmm. It's classic blue so, there. Yeah. My gray Under Armour cardigan. It's very uh, comfortable. It actually hangs on the back of this chair in case I get cold because I'm an old man. Right. <laughs> same just, same thing with this for me. It's it's <laughs> just the it's what's what's kept on the chair, the kitchen chair, because it I sit right by the window and sometimes it gets cold over here. That's it. I just need my shawl and my knitting. Right. And my, and my stories up on the television, and I'm good to go. <laughs> Don't forget the pince nez glasses. Oh, good idea. Uh, the large the large mug of tea that you have to hold with two hands. Mm -hmm. Two shaky hands. <laughs> but, uh, that, but uh, yeah, so the Hasbro Pulse delivery uh, on the Sky Striker and the Hiss, uh, number eight. Which brings us to number seven. Shocker. <laughs> Vehicles join G.I. Joe Classified at non-HasLab retail, led by the Vamp. And we get to see uh, Clutch posing dramatically there with his uh, his serif font number seven, which I believe is the listed co-pilot for the Vamp. Seven. Seven. Clutch and seven. Clutch and seven. Mark's spinoff show, What's on Joe Chair? Ooh. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. <laughs> but, uh, Mark, Mark Weber. Yeah. What, what's your, your thoughts on, on these uh, general release vehicles? I mean, I think this is a big deal because when we originally started talking about what's the first HasLab going to be, classified vamp was kind of our favorite pick right and right we, up, right we really we really didn't think they would go as big as they did mm -mm, no not at all and when and and the hiss isn't that much the, the traditional classic original release hiss isn't that much bigger than the vamp but the classified hiss is going to be a monster compared to the vamp i think yeah um but we didn't think they'd go drag even even after it came out. We thought after they announced the hiss, we thought the vamp might be next. And we got the dragonfly. So 
it's kind of cool that the HasLab stuff we're getting is much bigger than we thought the ceiling would be, at least for the first couple. And that what sort of a medium scale vehicle they're actually willing to, willing to test at standard retail. So, and it looks fantastic. Clutch looks great. Like there's nothing. And even the hundred, I didn't spend a hundred dollar price point, right? Mm-hmm. That seems eminently reasonable to me, considering the figure is worth 25 bucks on its own. So I'm all over this. And the repaint possibilities are ridiculous. So The, the only thing that troubles me about the Hiss and the, these vehicles are um, when they were first, when first revealed to us, um, it was as a, a retail item. And then mm-hmm. when, it, when it came time to actually pre-order the Hiss, uh, it is strictly Hasbro Pulse, which I guess technically is retail. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. it 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 it's a little troubling that even after all the success that Classified has had, retailers still don't want to bite on yeah. large items from it. Like that that's that's, that's worrying. So it, it I I know I'm fighting the fly in the ointment, and we're all just whatever we'll get it through Pulse, and we'll all be happy with it, but. It, it leads me to think that unless this thing is just a gangbusters seller, it's not we're, we're not going to see a bunch of vehicles. I think we're going to see a lot of vamp mutations and mm-hmm. um, and and stuff. It, it's just not going to be the flood of vehicles that folks are hoping for. They may have to try harder with their next small vehicle pack, right? Given that the uh, the Baroness, I assume sold well because it's the Baroness, but that coil cycle was nothing special. The right. Ram, the Ram was cool, and I think it sold well. But if they're, gonna, if they're going to convince retailers to carry the bigger vehicles, they're going to need more vehicle hits. So obviously, this was a little a bridge too far, which, as as you pointed out, is a shame because eh, it's a hundred bucks, you know, and it's sizable, I think. And comes with a unique figure. I think this would have sold well at retail, but it's, right. it's I, I, I mean, nobody bid on it. You, you have to think Target's happy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Target's the, the been the place where all these vehicles have gotten to to this point, right? Target's where the co- coil cycle was sold. It's where the the Ram, the Tiger Force Ram, the Tiger Force or the the Python Trouble Bubble, all through Target. So you'd think at least Target might be on board with this, but mm-hmm. no. Yeah, yeah, the only they, vehicle that didn't go through Target was the was the original Trouble Bubble. And the when back when I was working on Transformers, uh, there were businesses or brick and mortars that wouldn't take like Metroplex, the Titan, one hundred and fifty dollar Transformer for the end of the year, but they would carry them online, so they right. would sell them, so they didn't have to stock them or make room for them on the shelves. They just right. shipped them direct from their from their DCs. So. It kind of interesting and a little bit troubling that no one even went that far, right? right. To carry it online, or maybe Hasbro didn't want that competition. I don't know, but uh, maybe. I, I, I mean, I, I don't think it speaks poorly of classified necessarily, but maybe of just the where the toy business is a, in as a whole right now. I I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Um, just things to mull around because. Because you're a marketing guy, I'm trained as a marketing guy, even though I never never went to work in that field. These are the questions that pop into my head. Mm-hmm. Um, and that leads us to number six. Unless you guys have uh, Rob, Phil, I'm I, I'm going kind of brief on discussion on some of these, just because 
I want to yeah. save it for the big ones at the end. But uh, unless no, you guys good. have any real stick out thoughts on this one, I'll move on. Nope. Okay. All right. That takes us to number. That's right, number four. We have a three-way tie at number four. Oh well. So we we five and six are right out. Right Screw out. you, five and six. Uh, so tied for fourth is the failure of the Super Seven Cobra Mothership, as you can see from our incredibly tasteful news presentation a few weeks back. <laughs> Once Super again, seven I, ain't coming on the show anytime soon. Now. Right. Once again, I have blocked myself out with the number four. But uh, you can see there, that was the final backer count out of the 4,000 necessary uh, on December 11th, uh, as we see the exploding Cobra mothership hitting the dirt in the opening of the 1985 G.I. Joe cartoon. Uh, it's, it's dominant moments in pop culture, uh, realized in real time. Um, well, I, I, I hate to keep beating a dead horse on this, Mark, but you're the pro. Mm. So talk to us about what this failure means. I mean, I, I love that they tried it. Uh, I, I wish the whole campaign had been a little tighter, a little more exciting, right? Like yeah. it just, it was just kind of like, but here it is. And there right. wasn't much to spur you along surprise reveals as you go extra bonuses they could have held back some of the initial stuff and released them as bonuses along the way you know i think with and again hindsight's always 2020 but in the end i think it was just it was a tough time of year uh, and in a year where the joe collector's wallet was stretched really thin and the the biggest thing it had going for it pun intended was the size of it it was just friggin' huge. And in the end, sadly, because I was the one in 1661, uh, sadly, it didn't go through. And it'll make Super 7 and anybody else out there think twice before they dig that deep or go that grand with any kind of perspective item because yeah it didn't they didn't make it they didn't lose money on it but boy a lot of work went into it to not get made right so yeah, nobody should be happy that it didn't work I, I agree that that they could have done a better job and there are things i know i you know i assume that they wish they had done differently but they've had some other big ticket stuff that did fund and this one didn't and that's uh, anything Anything that doesn't happen is probably bad for the brand. So it, it is a shame that that this one didn't find more traction. But the market decides, right? Vote with your wallet. And by and large, at least at the time frame they pitched this, the fans said no pretty, pretty convincingly. So uh, Mike Case notes that Super 7 should have done that rad snake-headed plane from Revenge of Cobra instead of the Mothership. That would have been badass. Mm -hmm. Or uh, the, the the Aspid, right? The blue troop dropper helicopter that people have been whistling yeah, about for a long time. If they if maybe, they did that for, for 120, for 150, that thing sings. But Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that one's kind of plain, too. I, I, I'd have been on board with with snake-headed plane because that's mm -hmm. distinctive right that, that like 
you you see that thing coming and it says, oh, this is a wacky G.I. Joe, you know, super plane. Uh, I'd have been on board that one, but it probably would have been the same general price point, maybe a little less expensive mm-hmm. um, and not as many bells and whistles. Because, I mean, that mothership wasn't so much a ship as it was a, a base. Yeah. Like the old Terradrome almost. Um, but again, huge ask, right? Uh, it was five hundred dollars for the, the 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 plane itself, uh, and then they were charging you a hundred dollars to ship. On top of it, they had all those crew figures available, but that was another seventy five bucks per set of figures. Yeah, uh, just a huge ask in the middle of a Christmas season. And they were asking for where, money up front, right? Money up front <laughs> yeah. in the middle of a Christmas season. When dollars were already stretched, because yeah. we're we're just all stuck in this inflation cycle, and and you know our dollars just aren't going as far as they they normally would anyway. Uh, just a, a little tone deaf again. You wait yeah. for the spring on this one. I think you do a little better because yeah. tax refunds start showing up. Mm-hmm. You, you wait until March and you run this in March, and I think you have a shot at it. Or even right now for the adult collector, a lot of us put out a lot of cash up front in December and November for things we're buying for people for the holidays. And a lot of times you come out of Christmas with some cash in your pocket, right? Right. And so if they did the exact same campaign right now, right now, I guarantee it would have done better. I don't know if it would have done 4,000 people, but right now we don't really know that much that's coming down the road for classified. So and it's money up front. You might have got more people to jump on now, and then felt, felt the pinch maybe later on, but right. wouldn't hurt Super Seven. I just think it was unfortunately time. I also wonder if it's Hasbro cannibalizing their own audience with that sixty-figure release in one year, meaning there's less money left over for all the licensees, mm-hmm. where you get Super Seven with their you know their uh ultimates line or their over or their 5poa reaction line and even you know you get well we had the bertinelli stuff or the uh rpg games if Mm -hmm. you know people want to focus on gi joe they're going to focus on the main releases and the other stuff is what you can afford and if you can't afford much outside your main releases you're going to start hurting that those products I, I think your your role playing crowd. It's a little bit of a different, it, it, like it's a different enough product that there isn't necessarily, you're not worried about crossover there. Like your GI Joe fans that collect figures and like RPGs, they they haven't been spending that RPG money on GI Joe for however many years. So that's they're more competing with with that that clump of cash, so to speak. Um, but that's that's the leap of faith when you license a toy from a toy company right that is mm-hmm. actively putting out product i mean because obviously hasbro's happy to take your money to to let you use that license but they're not rooting for your product to go into all those shopping baskets ahead of theirs right i mean they're not going to help you with anything else they're not going to they're not even going to give you a mention uh you know or, or well i mean they'll give you a mention on those reveal videos but nothing past that you know, I was stunned when some of those Super 7 reaction figures turned up on Pulse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I, I think it's more that the reaction line might be starting to run out of gas a little bit, but whatever. Yeah, again, I haven't seen any figure. That's just me, me making a guess on things. I don't want to make it sound like I know anything because I don't. But just um, a hunch. Yeah, just again with, especially with the news of of O-ring figures coming, I can't imagine that those those reactions are going to move yeah. at all yep. uh, until they start showing up with uh, full articulation. But, um, but I bet those full articulate. I bet those O rings will be on the Pulse website too. Yeah, but uh, first, first, wave, first wave of them was announced. It was a uh, classic Duke, classic Scarlet, uh, Sunbow Cover Girl, and Ramar, the ten foot giant guy that Duke fights in the arena of sport. I'm excited <laughs> for Giant Ramar. He better be huge. <laughs> and man, and, and man by. <laughs> And managed by Jinder Mahal. It's going to be right. great. Yeah. Like Diane Simmons said to Peter Griffin, you better be huge. <laughs> when she thought he was a male prostitute. That's right. That's right. I went there. You better be huge. I thought he was Fred Garvin. Hey, if you want to split a case, Mike, you can have the Remar guy all to yourself. We can make that work. I'll even sign it for you. First name James. I have I have too much Mark Weber signed stuff. Like I'm trying to run my own yeah. black market fencing operation on that. That's like Bob Feller baseball cards. The ones that aren't autographed are more valuable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At least he was nice enough to sign. Right. No, you die, right? You find any any Pete Rose memorabilia that doesn't have Pete Rose's signature on it, you hang right. on to it. That's right. So, uh, any thoughts on the mothership, guys? Anything before we move on? No, I, I mean this this is you know kind of why I thought the the number of figures was a big deal. So you know, you've kind of blown it up, <laughs> figuratively and literally. Mm -hmm. Also tied at number four, Super 7 announcing O-ring reaction figures for 2024. And uh, we just talked about the first wave there, but I, folks seem to be really excited about this. This seems like it's a, a real positive thing for them. I hope I hope it does well and we get to see several waves. Um, looks like the retail cost on the, 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 uh, in the system that they, I think they found them in Target system, at twenty dollars and forty nine cents, interesting uh, per figure. So close to that twenty dollar price point, but um, so you know, mission accomplished, I guess, in regards to keeping it close. Um, I I hope that they move enough that that we get to see several waves. Like I said, I I need Sunbow Flash. I need ugly ass Sunbow Airborne with his weird powder blue uniform. What was I want to see them make a Sunbow Grand Slam and see how that would work. Yeah. Right. What was different about Sunbow Flash? I don't even remember. He the, like the pads were different, and it was just it very subtle. Okay. I, it's one of those where if you look at him, you see that he's Flash, but mm -hmm. he looks different enough from the main figure that it would be worth you know worthwhile to have both. I technically always... there's technically there were two different Sunbow Flashes because the uh, Masters Ice used commercial footage from the uh, commercials in the intro. So there's one that looks a lot like his figure in one shot, but then when you see the actual uh, character model in the animation, he's a lighter green than Grunt would be. 
his pads are there, but they're not as densely squared off as they were in the commercial. And uh, it's more flat and not as textured, but it's still there. I'm still surprised that no one, I don't think anyone's ever done a Sunbow Breaker, right? Because he was that dark, really right. dark that green or greenish blue almost. Yeah, almost. It was like gray blue kind of. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to do that. That was on the list. Uh, but uh, why didn't that happen? Oh, yeah. Never mind. I want to do yeah. this, the superhero costume Airborne, which came out of right. nowhere. Right. <laughs> right. And and only showed up sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes there's an actual. Yeah, if he, had, if he had speaking lines, he got yeah. the weird blue. If right. he was just in the background, they'd animate him correctly. I'm, I'm really excited for this because uh, Super 7 has done a good job of finding those diamonds, right? The, the stuff that never got made or has been overlooked. And you can see it in that first line, right? Who knew we were going to get R Raymar with Occam and whatever? Like, come on. That's Razar, and that's a what? different guy. Whatever. Either way. That's a different uh, guy. Either way. Uh, Let's get I Cool mean, Breeze and Mangler, baby. That's exactly where they should be. Again, if it's, lines, if it's a four-person line, it should be one of the four, right? One of them. Make that wild card. Make that... Professor Apple, that Bongo the Balloon Bear. I mean, there's some big Doctor Venom would sell like crazy to the to the kind of fan who's buying O-ring GI Joes in 2024. You should absolutely give them a Doctor Venom. Yeah, I I need to see Doctor Venom and Quinn and and yeah, I I need those guys before I need Mangler and Cool Breeze. I want Sparks. I want Colonel yeah. Sharp. Um. I need General I need flag. I need general I need chubby general flag I need comic general flag I need chubby admiral ledger from the cartoon I need those guys before I need mangler and cool breeze mangler who is so bland it hurts and cool breeze who is so complicated he was ironic yeah what about the orange and purple green shirts from deke no I mean, whatever. It we're gonna head that way, I'm sure. But didn't Deke also have like camouflage green shirts? That that was uh, in the miniseries, but I yes, think they're like reusing. I, I, I know, I know that it was in the miniseries, but I think Deke also used those guys. Yeah, and if but I think those if, were reused Sunbow models. <laughs> if you're Fine. comparing. 1989 Joe prices to what they should cost now. Remember the plastic is petroleum based. So let's compare the price of gasoline in 1989 to right now. If you think, if you're trying to think about what toys should cost. <clears throat> right. Right. It's a, uh, anytime you're trying to figure out inflation uh, on costs, it's, it's a very generalized kind of math. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, like you and the more specific you get with it, the worse that math turns out. Because I've always heard that the, the value of the dollar tends to double every 18 years. So, every, you know, you double it after 18. And then if another 18 happens, you double it again. And but as Mark says, with a petroleum product, throw it out the window because mm -hmm. uh, the it's price of petroleum is, yeah. Yeah, is, is incredibly. Mm -hmm. Uh, up and down. We don't know for sure what this does to Super 7's other G.I. Joe stuff, right? 
Does this is it hard stop on their other lines? I I have a feeling it's the end of the reaction stuff. I would think so. You know, because they haven't again, made anything official, right? I don't think they've said anything to that end, but but it would that like that's them pricing their own market out. Yeah, you know, like that would be dumb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it means anything on ultimates. I I think ultimates just I think they they put the brakes on that for a little bit to get caught up because mm. uh, those that we were waiting for so long for the first couple of waves on those that uh, I I think they just wanted to get. Get You're production pushing two years up. on some of them now, some of those waves. Right, right. right. On, 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 uh, I mean, the first wave just came out this year. Yep. I got a bat back there. It's yeah. For good. a long, for a long time, that convention bat was the only ultimate out. Like even wave one was, was delayed past that one. So, anyways, uh, we're all excited for Super Seven's O ring figures. Um, we'll, we, who's your number one that you want to see, Mark? Oh, jeez! Uh, oh, trying. To, I think it would be Doctor Venom. I think he's a huge win. He was such a big part of the comic, and and I believe their uh, license includes Sunbow and the comic, right? So again, they they did Quinn in reaction. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they want. for me, it's it's Doctor Venom. I think he's great, and I think he. I think he gives a different look, right? You could put him up there with the Cobra hierarchy and he looks different in that all white, you know, businessman suit under, uh, yeah, I'm down with that. Dr. Venom. Yeah. I'm, I'm right with you in that. Mine is that jungle khaki Quinn. Um, uh, I need, you know, not, I know they got him in that, 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 uh, three pack and, and, um, and I know he showed up in 25th. Yeah. But he had a little tiny head. So I, I want like an actual good, O-ring Quinn. How about you, Rob? I'm going to say, um, you know, General Flag, just so we can get the everybody who died in issue 19 three back. Ooh. <laughs> Phil? Oh, geez. I'm, I've been thinking. Um, honestly, it probably would be someone like Cool Breeze or something. It's just terrible because the one-off. Oh! No, I give him... What's the one you want? And he gives me Cool Breeze. He's out. He's out. He's out. Even Honolulu would have been a better choice. He's not out. We will let him in. I like to point out that they're pretty. There pretty much is a Honolulu already out there. Mm. <laughs> but it's O ring based. But uh, yeah, it's Second just a regular day? jeans figure. <laughs> just it just occurred to me, Shooter would be really cool as an O ring. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. If you want to complete the O thirteen, like or the O fourteen. Just saying. And uh, Dustin Jeffrey wins. Tiger Force told him. Such a good idea. <laughs> We're uh, unmasked Cobra Commander with the mustache and beret. Mm, yeah. It's a raspberry cool. beret. Oh, I'd yeah. Be yeah, with the, with, the, with the mod Destro. Yeah, make that a two-pack. That would be fantastic. But, uh, and up next, tied at number four as well. Real American Hero 301 sells out and goes for a second printing. Uh, G.I. Joe has always been a consistent seller, or was always a consistent seller for IDW. Never really lit the racks on fire, uh, but was was a, a good steady five to 7,000 per, per, per issue. Um, man, this move to Skybound. Apparently, waiting that year was a good thing because everybody got their appetites wet. And, uh, and G.I. Joe 301... 
you know, out at the distributor level, gone to second printing, and those should be out soon. Uh, Rack time, Rob, you're the comics guy. Do we have a figure on this yet? I know those are harder to come by these days. Yeah. I did see um, somewhere where it did say a figure. I, I thought I saw something too. And I think, I'm, I mean, I think it's somewhere in between 150, 200, but I don't remember exactly what. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Bleeding Cool News says over 100,000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take that with a pinch of salt. But the fact that it's a huge success is, is, uh, can't be overstated there. Mm -hmm. Um, Although that might have been the Transformers numbers and GI Joe selling a little less, but not that much. No, that was that was the three hundred one. Yeah. So sold out at the distributor level, so there isn't even more coming there. You're if you're getting it at this, you're jumping on late. You're getting the second printing. And apparently, their seventy five variant cover strategy works. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get that. I've never got that. Oh. Yeah, but uh, Doug Dello, uh, my. My local owner wants to know where all the G.I. Joe buyers were during the IDW run. Yeah, I mean, good question. Good question. But I think a lot of that just comes from IDW really just kind of farting along with mm. it. Right. I thought LCBS did for Lazy Custom Bastard Stooge, but I <laughs> local comic book store. <laughs> it's ironic because Mike's local comic book store has been giving him the BS lately. Yeah. Right, right. Oh. Yeah, didn't even leave me a LBCBS. Didn't even leave me a message saying they were going to do it. I had to get there for them to tell me. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. That's bad business. That's incredible. And, and they must have done that between Wednesday and Saturday because, like usual, they almost handed me your books on Wednesday when I went. Yeah, I, I, I might just if they do that, I would just say take them and I'll just pay you back. Yeah, I I thought about yeah you know but oh he'll be in, in there. Yeah. Man, I had I had trouble getting them added to my pull list because I was asking about them you know weeks ahead of time make sure these get added to my pull list and they didn't so I thought I had a beef but they Newberry Comics out here orders enough that there's there's plenty on the on the back order or the back issue shelf so I didn't miss anything right but, and I made sure to remind them hey Cobra Commander's coming up I want to make sure they. In the pull box, please. You put it in there. I give you money for it. It works. But um, uh, we do want to give a, a congratulations to Diana Davis. Uh, she is mm -hmm. the advisor on the the book for for the Hamel line. Uh, she does not track sales numbers, uh, but yeah. excellent job. Good job. Yeah. Outstanding work. Congratulations on the sellout. Well, and and we've said in, in a prior episode, given Michael Kelly's exodus from Hasbro it makes Diana's involvement that much more important because right. Michael was the guy keeping his eye on the soul of the brand, at least from the publishing aspect inside Hasbro's uh, doors. And so there are still some, some good people there. I was looking at the inside. I recognize some of the names. Ed Lane has been there forever and has always done a good job, but it doesn't, it doesn't lessen the loss of Michael Kelly, but it does make Diana's involvement that much more important. So, an addendum, yeah. the 100,000 figures across the 301, 302, and number one reprint. So just so we're not giving inaccurate info. Yeah. All right. All right. Good job. Thank Either you. Either way, Phil. healthier sales than GI Joe's seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. decades. Uh, again, that five, five to seven per issue is really not bad sales in this day and age, mm -hmm. but it, it ain't 50,000. But so that's number four. Rolls us into number three, obviously related. Skybound is revealed as the new home of G.I. Joe and Transformer Comics. So this was a. Uh, we really didn't know for a long time, and then for about four months, it was the worst kept secret in comics. Um, but yeah, I mean, hard hard to argue with the success out of the gate. Like, it, and folks seem to be excited about uh, Robert Kirkman's brand being involved. So um, apparently, that was the right call. Good good job to uh, the folks at Hasbro that were responsible for that decision who I, I would imagine, at least in no small, uh, no small order, was Michael Kelly. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, but yeah, again, everything that we just, just talked about. Um, but in addition to that, you know, Rob is excited about the, the Duke comic that I don't have because my local shop decided to uh, do something dumb. <laughs> I might have more than one issue waiting for me at my comic. I can take a look. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. I'll that. take a look tomorrow when I go too, because you know it it being sold at the distributor level doesn't mean that they didn't get more in. So right. well, it, it was not on the rack. I have a uh no, I, I mean, have a Slaughter's week, Marauders so. I, I have a Slaughter's Marauders barbecue if you're no, you don't. Oh, wait. Oh no, no I don't. don't. <laughs> we should send you more of those. Right? Just wrap them in some Hyatoy's exquisite storm shadows to prevent damage and send them right here. There'll be some weird packing, but we're on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you get a lot of shattered action figures there, Mark. That's fine. So, Rack, Rack Time Rob, has, have you ever you read anything else out of Skybound? Um, I mean, it wasn't Skybound then, but, you know, I... I read a whole bunch of issues of Invincible. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Robert Kirkman's superhero series. Right. Yeah. I love Invincible. I wasn't big it. on Walking Dead. I've been reading the Transformers book, the Transformers book, and I generally didn't like Transformers comics. The Transformers book is great. Mm -hmm. hmm. Joe Colton hates it, by the way, just saying. Yeah, no, it's robots. Mm. <laughs> But it's robots that are pulling off wrestling moves, so she might like it. Okay. It's not bad. <laughs> wrestling robots. That is I think, the, I think the big thing that, that Skybound's done is Kirkman apparently loved G.I. Joe and Transformers as a kid. He got people to work on these properties who also loved those properties. Daniel Warren Johnson is, was a huge Transformers fan. Joshua Williams, the you know, Williamson, the writer of Duke and Cobra Commander, is a huge G.I. Joe fan. I saw an interview where he was saying how how the classified figures are taking over his house. You know? Um, and we know what Larry's going to do with the book. So it, it, it's there's an A... and That's an A-list of talent right there working mm -hmm. on these properties. And it matters. Yeah. It always yeah. mattered with brand... Like, there were, there were super talented brand managers at Hasbro who just happened to be on Star Wars, let's say. Completely made up, right? But because they hadn't worked on a boys brand yet, right? And and to move up the chain, you had to do you had to have girls experience, boys experience, games experience. Now you're 
code you're signed off on and you're ready to be promoted. So there were there were talented people working on brands they didn't care beans about, right? And you can always tell. You can always tell when someone actually cares about the property they're entrusted with helping. And I think that's that truth is lost on a lot of yeah. executives, not just toy, but a lot of executives out there. Right. Right. But um, any extra thoughts on this before we move on to number two? Yeah, number two. I said these, these books have a better core of writers on them than a lot of, oh, I don't know, Spider-Man books do. How many Spider-Man books are there? 17. That's not enough because there's like 500 Spider-Man. Right, and, and all 17 of them are about Peter Parker. So it's like it, they're not even covering the other Spider-Man. Not even Peter Park's car? I don't know. I, you got to bring back Marvel team-up. I, I can't keep track of any of this stuff anymore. But moving forward, number two. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> uh, not a good one. And it's the one we were all waiting for and we nobody wants to talk about, but, but here we are and we're going to talk about it. Uh, Hasbro bookended 2023, there's that term again, uh, by announcing, announcing massive layoffs in January and December. Basically, if we're getting a HasLab sent to us, massive layoffs. That's that's what we can connect. Wait, that has nothing to... No, ab, causation. Yeah, not there, not there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that that's my one attempt at a joke about layoffs. Mm. But uh, terrible. Just just terrible. I, I, I don't... Like, what else can we say... Uh, when this company that that has these these brands, these properties, these characters, these toys that we love, uh, that we support because of that love, and then uh, treats the people that are responsible for bringing them to us so shabbily, it's it it, it almost feels like an abusive relationship from our standpoint. Forget yeah. about the people that have actually been hurt by this. I won't even get into that because that's that's a whole other like that's not my experience. I, but like I, I'm starting to feel bad about buying toys, and that shouldn't be the case. A friend of mine you know? was actually laid off in the January layoffs, so that really yeah. brings it home. Like, ooh, yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm still not personally affected, but I know somebody who is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me yeah. too. Right, Mark. Wait, Mark yours we'll, wasn't January though. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll give you the floor on this, Mark. I mean, I don't. I don't have that much to say. I can't. I can't tell you how much it hurt if you if you cared about the brand you were working on, right? Or if you if you moved your family to Rhode Island, right? Right. Like I can't tell you what it feels like when because it is working on the brands is is a joy. And by and large, the people there, the co-workers that you worked with were were such a cool group of people. And and I haven't been there in God seven years now, almost seven years. But I'm sure the people who joined after me were were fantastic as well. And and when they tell you you can't come to the clubhouse anymore, that is a really hard day. And and when I looked at this and went, they did this a week after their global day of joy. Yeah. Right. When every employee is not required, but pretty much required to put on a global day of joy t-shirt and go out and represent the company and communities and, and and do a lot of this community service and toy donation stuff. And it's, it's, you know, both Goldner and Chris Cox have said it's the most important day of the year in Hasbro. So, but the idea that you got, 
you got that one last bit out of a thousand people and then told them their services were no longer required right before the holidays. Like there's no good time for a layoff, but there's certainly better ones. This one felt especially callous. And I, and when I left uh, Asbro, when I was let go from Hasbro, I made a list of the people inside the company that I wanted to stay in contact with. And there were 104 that I considered friends or contacts or whatever, colleagues, people that I wanted to stay in touch with because I expected they'd be there forever, right? I think there's like 13 of them left over now that's seven years i've been gone quite a while look that's not it's not so after seven years there shouldn't have been 90 of those names lopped off of that list yeah and and where it's come to and actually where it got to i think earlier this year probably the tipping point is when hasbro started to lose people they really wanted to keep because people kept seeing this act swing over and over again and f- and finally, they're losing really talented, really valuable people who aren't willing to sit there and wait for the knock on the door. And so, you know, the 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 toy biz, like like a lot of other businesses, the stuff they're working on today is two years out. So right. we won't feel this for quite a while. But wow, the the chop that's been going on for seven years, and. Uh, and the the bat the light backfill, which is almost always straight out of college, low not low salary, but by comparison, a lot lower salary than the person they are essentially replacing for the right. for the things they do backfill. A lot of it is just the same amount of work gets spread out to the the grateful remaining people. You can only add so much work to somebody's nine to five before they start looking for something else. So this is, this is a mismanagement at a massive level and it's a real problem for a brand we all love and, and toys we love to collect and, you know, something we want to continue in perpetuity. But this has been, this was the worst of several that we've seen over the last couple of years. This is a really bad one. And and for Joe fans, and we've said it before, the fact that Michael Kelly is no longer there is terrifying for the for the IP of the brand. Nobody there, uh, aside from probably Lenny, uh, but Lenny isn't hasn't been on the Joe brand that long. Michael Kelly's been overseeing the publishing all, of all the Hasbro stuff, but he was specifically in tune on Transformers and G.I. Joe. And his exit is a massive crater and a gigantic mistake from the boys in Pawtucket. Right. Cheapest big spender uh, vocalizing uh, really the conundrum that we all feel. Uh, we don't want to buy in support of the layoffs, but buying helps employ the employees still there, right? So it, 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 it almost feels like you feel bad if you you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't, right? Is John um, Warden still there? Did he make it through? Yeah. Yes, he yeah. did. Yeah. Well, he's still on G.I. Joe then. That that helps. Uh, yeah, I think in some ancillary capacity. Warden is Warden got a, a promotion, I think, about a year ago. So he's kind of supervising a lot of yeah. 
So he's, um, he's got a lot under his umbrella. Yeah. But um, yeah, just just uh, just terrible. I think you know it's it's our our snapshot into into just corporate life in the whole country right now. There's a lot of this short-sighted cash out, please the stockholders and punish everybody else mentality uh, going on. And it's, it's terrible. It's terrible everywhere. And this is us getting bit by it. So also worth noting, you know, we also always just kind of think of Hasbro, but also not the other companies that owns like wizards of the coast who, you know, this year put out both a motion picture that was pretty well received, if not, you know, the greatest moneymaker, but also game of the year video game. And even a lot of their team got decimated by these layoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely blasted. But uh, we'll move on. We'll, we'll come to, to story number one, which is a much better story. Uh, we promise. And it was number one with a bullet. Um, it was my top story. Everybody else on the panel had it in second place. So in terms of the points we assigned, uh, it, it didn't miss too many of them. Uh, but the Dragonfly. Funding and unlocking all its bonus tiers uh, in, in pretty short order. You know, not, not proton pack fast, but pretty darn fast. Um, and that's always a good thing, right? Any time... Uh, uh, a product that, frankly, none of us would have believed that they were doing something at this scale at the beginning of the year, and and to have it have it roll out and and get backed and funded and signed, sealed, delivered, practically, uh, we should all have this in our in our hot little hands middle of next year. Uh, great, great news. I mean, just 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 wonderful. A good sign of the strength of of GI Joe and and specifically classified. This is another one that's just really big when you see it in person. It's, you know, it's hard to visualize on just the JPEGs on the screen, but I saw it at Comic-Con, their prototype, and it's impressively large. <laughs> right, right. Well, I mean, you see the pictures and you see the, the figure sitting in the cockpit, right? And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, of course. And then you you hold a classified figure in your hand. You're like, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Dave McDonald was close uh, in that number one. He thought would be the grimace shake. Close. Honorable mention. Close. It was there. <laughs> Others receiving votes. But um, too many all, deaths to bring up. <laughs> you guys all bought on this, correct? Yeah. 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 And uh, but um, so good, 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 good. Uh, need to find some space. Mm-hmm. I haven't even opened the hiss tank yet. Hang it from the ceiling. <laughs> It's it. I mean, you know, you talk about that for display purposes. It just might have to be that for storage purposes. I may <laughs> just have to duct tape it up there at this point. But um, yeah. Again, and and again, it expensive, but not a huge ask, right? Two two seventy five was the the tag on this. Yeah. Um, which if if again you stack it up with that that Cobra Mothership, and it's easily as much toy. For you know, almost half the cost. Mm-hmm. And well, you know, plus a figure, plus all that stuff. Right. I mean, right. two seventy five felt like good for just that. Let alone the bonus tiers that came along after. Isn't right. it two figures? Didn't we get Glenda? 
But did we not get Glenda? No, we did. Glenda, Glenda happened and, and Ripcord Yeah, I mean, all the and, figures came. But like oh, I said, I was just talking about the base package. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And, and Crazy Legs happened. And yeah, I mean, they all happened. Ooh, can't wait. Free so, fall? Wait. Ripcord. Yeah, we didn't get free fall. So. No. We got Mr. Bongo. <laughs> you know, Glenda's death of the line right there. Yeah. Right. I can't believe this survived the inclusion of Glenda. God forbid. <laughs> God forbid an easy repaint character gets included with your your uh anyways. Coming with that flash laser rifle. I, again, I, I will I, I will when Flash shows up either as a name reveal or a digital render, I will start to get more excited. But in the meantime, I'm just kind of sweating this one out. Can't hurt though. Can't hurt. Watch they finally release Flash and it's the rise yeah, of the Yeah, I mean that, that 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 special tooling's got to pay for itself somehow. So right, right. I, again, I I hear you, but w when I see it, I'll believe it. That's where I'm at at this point. That's where I'm at. And, uh, and of course, that brings us to others receiving votes uh, from the the mind of Phil Donnelly. GI Joe at Ollie's got votes. Thanks, Phil. Normal retail. Normal retail business got votes. Yeah, but the the speed at which it was happening, where figures were coming in, being pushed out by the retailers so quickly because of so much product coming in in that year. Well, now, if you had framed it like that... Well, they only had so much space. And... <laughs> only, only so much space on that open-ended document. Uh, new characters at Classified was a Mark Weber specialty. Ooh, um, I might... I might have seen more momentum on that if it wasn't Wolf Spider and Mole Rat. Yeah. I mean, why don't we just throw Crimson Bat in there while we're at it? Baby stepping. Baby stepping. I guess. Uh, Hasbro taking a bath on E1 I thought was a much bigger story. And nobody else had that on their list. Um, so, I mean, we, we asked the question on our thumbnail. How do you lose $3.5 billion overnight? You know, how do you make a small... How do you make a small fortune in the commodities industry? You start <laughs> with a large fortune. Um, and uh, and then, of course, 60th anniversary figures. Got a couple of votes from uh, from a couple of you guys down down the ballot. Another head scratcher from Phil is uh, the McFarlane page punchers. I'm sorry, Phil. You can't, you can't defend that one. It's just more showing of uh, Hasbro licensing out, but also licensing. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Not listening. Not listening. And then uh, from Rob, Hyatt Toys expanding their offerings, which is is legitimate. Um, they sell in the same store. I think that was his. <laughs> I think that was his number ten. So I, I I'll stand by that one. But yeah, the the E one, and not just because it was mine. I thought it was going to be number eight on everybody's list, or number seven on everybody's list, and it just turned out that nobody was nobody was talking about E E one. So I I would. I would say if out of all of these, if that if you wanted to sub that one in some on your personal list, uh, do that. And you know, if you've got some ideas on what you think the the top stories were, be sure to leave us a comment down below. We we do our best to to eventually react and and comment back on on the stuff that you leave us here on on the YouTube threads and the YouTube comments. Uh, be sure to do all the other cool YouTube stuff like liking the video subscribing to our channel and of course spread us around your various social media circles be that 
you know, Reddit groups or Facebook groups or, or just, just wherever you spread the, the love and the joy of GI Joe with your collecting friends. Um, yeah, <laughs> Matt Rubin keeping score on Phil getting cut off, but, uh, <laughs> we we're running kind of long tonight, so we'll just do a real quick round of shout outs. Phil, you're our guest. Uh, go ahead. Shout out. Uh, as always, to Patrick Stewart, my other half on our Articulated Points podcast, which you can find on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, um, probably Blue Sky sooner rather than later. we got to jump on that. And uh, we're a podcast that just talks about uh, toys we think are really interesting, should be overlooked, or uh, even Disney stuff. <laughs> it's just it's catered to my taste and my taste, really. <laughs> That's fine. Like, if, if you like toy galaxy and you like the the historical backdrop that 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 dan gives you in his videos every week mm. phil and patrick go super deep on smaller subjects danger so room if, <laughs> right so if if you if you love the deep dive that articulated points is your show i recommend you go and subscribe immediately Ooh, i pray i pray <laughs> What else you got, Phil? Uh, shout out to you guys for always letting me back on here time and again, <laughs> even if I'm holding the... during the course of the episode. Oh, <laughs> Captain Boomer! Still not the record. Question, <laughs> 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 Phil. Phil led the league in total bannings last year. He's off to a good start again. Right, he's he's like that that talented offensive lineman that just can't get the snap count down. That's it. Just keep throwing a flag. So yeah, there we go. Rack time, Rob. Shout out to the studio audience, all oh, you great for me to pull on. Ah, no, I kid, I kid. You guys are fantastic. Yes. I just had to do it that way. <laughs> All right. Junk, junkyard, the insult comic dog. Still showing off some G.I. Joe Magna manga because we don't have time to do what we got in. Uh, maybe next week. Maybe if you don't do so much stuff that gets you kicked off, we'll have more time next right. week. I don't know. I can't help it. Mark Weber, shout it out. The shout out to Phil Donnelly for reading books from the back to the front in his Z pattern. <laughs> uh, uh, shout out to Marvel Comics for canceling X Men Red a year too late. Appreciate that, saving me four bucks a month. Uh, and we mentioned him earlier. Uh, John Warden doesn't get mentioned that much because he hasn't been actively, cur you know, currently involved running GI Joe in quite some time. But he did the. The, the fantastic pursuit of Cobra line was, was pretty much all John Warden. And yep. he posted this week that his father passed away last oh, week. Gosh. So, you know, all, all uh, thoughts going to, to John, uh, you know, after uh, dealing with that kind of loss. So sorry to bring it down, but especially this time of year, he's really, really important in, in Joe, in modern Joe history. So, uh, you know, good to let John know we're thinking. And uh, I will reiterate Rob's uh, shout out to the, the studio audience. Uh, thank you guys for joining us every week. Remember, again, like, subscribe, do the cool YouTube stuff. If you're on Facebook, leave us a thumbs up or a heart or a little huggy guy. Uh, that's how they know you're watching. That's how the word gets spread and we grow this thing. 
we're going to grow as much as your little clicks let us grow. So please uh, don't be stingy. Uh, um, give a shout out to, of course, Phil Donnelly guesting with us tonight. Uh, we appreciate you, Phil. We'll see you next week mm -hmm. uh, for Racktime Rob and, and for, for Mark Weber as well. Give a shout out to our good friend, Brian Lower, who took the week off for just, you know, because every so often you got to take a week off. Yeah. Um, he'll be back next week to to service our warm up act. Stop doing stop doing what we got in, Phil. <laughs> I will kick you out again. <laughs> Give a shout out to our sponsors of Kokomo Toys. Uh, real quick, let's sing the theme song, Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys, Kokomo Toys, and. Uh, and that's it. Uh, we'll be back next week. We've got a, a humdinger planned, of course. The top 10 G.I. Joe items, toys, collectibles of 2023. I know we'll be probably the last ones that you'll you'll watch doing it, but that was kind of the point, right? We don't want to do the we don't want to do it the same week everybody else is doing it. You can We're find the out, final word. You can find out how wrong everybody else was. Right. The definitive list. Yeah. This is the, the teachers, the teachers edition. The definitive top 10 G.I. Joe collectibles of 2023. We'll be back with it. Uh, that one, of course, decided by our all-star panel of nine. Uh, so we actually get some science and some math involved there. And, um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see you then next next Tuesday at 9.05 on the Superstation uh, after a special encore presentation of Tango and Cash. Uh, as our friend Vagon likes to say, hey, you know, stay safe, and if you can't, be careful. Be sure to join us next week at 9.05 for another special, special episode mm -hmm. of What's on Joe Mine. Get the job, you hippies. Oh, yes, I keep. Have a great week, everybody. Yo, Joe. Beer!